Hey. That's strange. I don't know why it didn't automatically make me a moderator, but okay. That's weird. I guess I had to. Hey. PTR, which is strange. All right. PTR? That's code for something. Uh, pull to refresh. Sorry. Oh, okay. I had to pull the PTR ASAP before I, things go SOL. Well, yeah, I know you guys don't know how to work all well, this. Well, you know, everything here on this show is snafus, so. <laughs> yeah, it's more like yeah. SOL. Or FUBAR. Yes, yeah, yeah, you know, situation normal, all fucked up. Thank you, Ivan. Welcome, everyone. It's Squares Roundtable Podcast, episode number 173. I'm Mike Boyle, and with me are my co-hosts, as usual, Mr. Jeff Stein. Hello. And Ivan Rivera. Hey, how we doing? All right, all right, all right. Winter's almost here. It's getting cold. Oh, my goodness. The snow, the snow's falling. At least melting right away, but it snow's falling. I got tons of freaking leaves to rake. Ah, oh, my back already hurts. Ah. Okay, old man. Yeah. So, 40 days until Christmas, Jeff. What do you want me to do about that? No, just counting down the minutes. What's your point? What's your point? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you you forget that he gets eight days worth of Christmas. It is how it, it is. This is a religion. So the irony in all of that is um, Hanukkah this time runs. Oh, that didn't do the right thing. Okay, move link. I was trying to put up our shows, our shows. A variety of shows. Our actual shows. So people wanted to, like, come by and actually, like, go, hey, I might want to hear more of these You guys. were the chosen one. The chosen one. Bring balance to the podcast, not leave it there in we darkness. Go. Well, okay, there, it's just not going to do it. All right, fine. It's going to do it that way. It is what it is. Fine. Be that way. It's going to be that day. Shared by Jeff Stein and Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Let's see if it go if I can go to the if it goes and takes me right to the if it takes me to oh okay it does all right cool yay yay, yay. all right the linky uh, clicky at worky yeah well you know, uh, God forbid anybody actually wants to listen to this show beyond what they might come in and find here on Clubhouse today. Well, there were there were three people. When I opened up the room, they were like sitting there, and I says, "Well, I'm just standing by. The show doesn't start till seven thirty, and I'm not admitting anybody until the rest of the moderators are here." Ah, so because no worries. I I, I learned I learned what you told me about people with strange names. It's not so much strange names. Stranger so, danger. So <laughs> the, the the rule I usually go for go by on Clubhouse is you either have to have something in your in your profile like some sort of bio and you either have to have your twitter or instagram connected to to usually come up on stage which i'm gonna make i'm gonna laugh does ivan have it? yeah ivan has something in his bio uh so ivan doesn't have a twitter or what you would call it connected but that's okay he's here uh mike has absolutely nothing it goes exactly no. against the grid. stranger job, danger <laughs> stranger well, you're, yes, you're, you're, you're definitely stranger, yes. and uh, he's danger, so that's... Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's a, he's right. That, uh, you know, maybe that's the whole entire name of the episode, is Stranger in Danger. Um, <laughs> who knows? Um, 
So, you so you're, guys, you're you saying about Hanukkah? Oh Hanukkah, yeah, it's yeah. so as usual with Hanukkah because of the fact that it's on uh, the common era calendar versus the uh, Christian calendar. Uh, Hanukkah actually falls two days after falls on the Sunday night of after Thanksgiving. Well, oh. you get the turkey, and all of a sudden you get the eight nights. I get the latkes. One candle for every night. One candle for every night. One candle and one day's worth of gifts mm. for eight nights. Wow. Yeah. Gift on each day. Yeah, like the yes. left, like the left sock on one day and the right sock on the other. <laughs> I don't think they've ever gone. The left shoe on one like, day and the right shoe on another, maybe. I swear to God, I think I would hurt someone. <laughs> if somebody did that at this point. They're like, really? <laughs> on the third day, I'd be like, "Where's the sock for the middle one?" Hey <laughs> oh, um, hey oh. Uh, so you got a lot of snow, or wait, uh, what was it? Friday, I think it was, or Saturday. We got it was just enough to to coat the grass, you know, and the and the top of my the roof of my truck. But it all melted the next night. But we've had a couple of nights where it snowed. And even today, it was just flurries in the air today. And oh, we got a little bit more than that today. But yeah, yeah, I no, seen a lot of them. Like towards the lake, it got a lot more towards yeah. Like by you yeah, guys. Yeah, but we, nothing actually stuck to the ground over no. here. Yeah, the, the ground's still too warm. My my yeah, frustration so is the, faded away. My frustration with snow at this point is, once you hit December first, it's like okay, you're gonna get snow. That is, it is what it is. Anything before December first is always the part where I get fucking annoyed. Any, well, anything before December first, uh, okay, you know, this kind of this kind of brings up something that Julie told me uh, earlier this week. About how you know we're walking outside is like, man, you know it's winter already. And it says, yeah, but winter doesn't officially start till the like twentieth of December, you know. But and then she shot back and goes, well, you know, you can't go by the date, okay? It's Purposes by many people's accounts because it's so cold outside, it is officially it's winter like weather. Well, we've had warm Novembers and Decembers before, yeah. It's, oh, it's yes, we have. this year's been weird too because it's like it, it went from like 60 to like 40, and then it like goes back to like 60, and then it goes back to like 40. There's none of this, like, okay, we're gonna go to the 50s. And like give you the gradual down. It's like no, no, we're no. not gonna. We're gonna go from like sixty four degrees to like here's some fucking snow, you pieces of shit. Yes, <laughs> Mother Nature is a cruel mistress. Yeah, well, yeah, with no safe word, that's for fucking sure. <laughs> Indeed. Then, or the universe just likes to play with the thermostat. So I made my first ever Instagram reel based on based on our snow on Friday. Ah. Yeah, I made my first ever Instagram reel because I was I was videoing outside the window outside watching the snowfall and I'm like, what the? What is this? 
What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> it's like this is this is this is the hell is this? This is not the winter of the HBO kind. Fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Damn it! I should have never looked outside. Fuck this shit. Keep the doors. So I went. To, I was gonna put it up. I was gonna put it up on Facebook, and I'm like, hey, I might be able to make a reel out of this. And sure enough, so then I put. Uh, Dean Martin's Let It Snow underneath the whole thing. It's fucking hysterical. <laughs> it's on my Instagram account. It's really pretty funny. Um, it's pretty damn good. I'm like, I'm really, I'm really annoyed too. It's like, I'm proud of myself that I was like able, it's like, I'm using my phone to like get the, get the volume right. So it's like, it's not too loud where you get the Dean Martin music and you get like me being annoyed. It's, it came out really well. Boy, the guy's the guy's producing now. The guy's making his own videos. Check this out. Oh, no, it was just funny. I, it, it's like it only I was surprised how little work it took. Skills. <laughs> well, no, I, I like I said, I finally was like, I finally had an excuse to make a reel, and I was like, that's kind of funny. Well, then go ahead and turn that. I got. I want to go check that out. Yeah, no, it. it uh, it came out okay, it but out. yeah, no, I, I hear you, Mike. I'm like, geez, really? Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I uh, like I said, I just have this feel. I just have this kind of like internal rule that it's like, anytime we get snow before December first, it's like, I get annoyed. <laughs> oh, I was hitting the bong. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're just kind of, you just kind of on, on, on the on the bitter end because the snow's coming down. Well, it's like it's like. You know, I could you wait like another week and a half, and then I'd be like, okay, it's December. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> no, no, two more. No. weeks. was it three more weeks now? Two more weeks? Two more weeks before December hits yeah. the corner. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. All my all my little Christmas <laughs> friends keep reminding me who are already celebrating Christmas already. Well, not to mention, you know, all the people in our courtyard who have all of their lights in the windows already. Oh, hell no. They shouldn't be on. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Ah, sacrilege. You can put it up. Just don't plug them in until Friday after. They're lit up. I think that's the problem. Proudest punch, you know. Kids, oh, boy, I got up my Christmas tree. And I'm like looking at them. (laughs) (laughs) So somebody said something to me the other day, and I did I too. Swear to God, nobody liked it. I swear to God, I swear to God, I really wanted. Like, they were so lucky that they were on social media because if they were in real life, I might have punched them. Which was, <laughs> which was, they said they here. You, I you, when I say this, Ivan, you're gonna die because you're gonna know why I was angry. They're like, well, you know, Thanksgiving is just halftime to Christmas. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 You just pulled the pit out of Jeff's hand grenade. Oh! I was like, oh, you did not just say that out loud. Oh! Oh man! I was like, oh my god, that's crazy! I was. We yes. we were out of we were out of bread, so I had to go run to the store. And the bread is right by the pastries area. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I glanced at the little debbies. I'm like, oh, the tree cakes. I couldn't. Oh yes. I did get a box of tree cakes. I, I can't saw blame that. you for that because it's I possible. saw your 
I saw your shameless I saw your shameless uh picture up on Facebook and I thought to myself, well done. <laughs> you know, I can't blame you for that considering all the possibilities of shortages and stuff this year. Yeah, well, yeah. I got my tree I, cakes. I, yeah, I yeah. can't blame you for that one. And especially because yeah. that'll hold. You know, that'll hold till after the holiday that you can keep those. That's not like something where it's like, okay, it's gotta get eaten right right now. But you know, I also have like, strange like all the like, like all the Harry and David that's gonna be doing overtime for delivery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or and the printables people and all that stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, uh, Don't you miss the Panatones from the Italian DJs, Ivan? Uh no. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Look, I mean the gesture was wonderful, but I'm sorry. I mean, we we tried every conceivable way to eat them. Yeah, I mean, we we nuked them. <laughs> we ate them. It served them with ice cream. We tried. We room tried everything. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I mean, you know, it's like you, you're sticking a you're sticking a spoon into a like a like a dish of sand. Because it's, it's just all this hard, kind of grainy. Yeah, it's like it's a, almost like a cake with like dried fruit in it. Wait, yeah, what is this? It's, Panettone. It's almost like a wicked fruit cake, you know, oh, like God. a really wicked Italian fruit cake. You know, it, it's like, yeah, it, it made a better doorstop. It had so much girth. It was heavy. Mm. I type I type in Panettone on my Google search, and it comes up Pantatonics. The, the group nice. so it sings no, I'm not panatonic man left you canatonic if you tried to eat the thing yeah I don't miss those no could you like, no. Could you, like set it on fire and throw it through somebody's window oh, you can, you, you, a Molotov cocktail man. Probably yeah, it's, it's pretty much Ital- it, pretty much Italian fruitcake yeah it's mm. Italian fruitcake yeah. wasn't bad like, it's, it. it's, I guess it's most most palatable when it's when it's warm, I guess. Mm. But still, but yeah, it's still not it right, not very good. Not not uh not right my, when it comes out of the oven, then that would probably have a yeah, shelf life not, of one yeah, an hour or two. Yeah, not my holiday tradition. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Tree cakes. But I hey, I told you I did nice. mention I last. This, I got this cake for you. No. It's called a pentatonics. It sings too. <laughs> <laughs> This is Italian Radio Theater with Maria and Gino Nuccio. <laughs> remember that? I was thinking about that. Remember that time the the guy uh, was looking. We were we, Ivan and I were hanging out in the studio, and the guy came looking for Giacomo Tamburello, and yeah, he was dressed like Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos. Yeah, he was. <laughs> we're like, uh, yeah, this this dude's uh, looking for us. Yeah. Playing the, play the one, one, playing the one show that that's been sitting there for, for like months, what, seven, for literally months. months. <laughs> the same uh, show. <laughs> I just still remember, like you'd play the, I you you'd play the Italian theater, and you'd be like, you'd be like, you'd like pull the tape. Oh, is it they manipulate the, the reel tape, down? Like, yeah, slow the reel, reel down, the speed tape. the reel up. You know, <laughs> we're watching the the reel shred apart. You know, it's falling like, on the like, floor. You'd pull the tape so that the tape would wow <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> and, and the rest is you do this, and then they'd call up and they'd be like, "I don't know, no, no, no. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's just fine. It sounds great right now." Yeah, it sounds and then, great like. Too. And then you'd like wait a couple of minutes, 
<laughs> just give it like a couple minutes, and then you like, then you like speed it up, or yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. I mean, I was just like, oh my god, those were those are hysterical days, man. Our mischievous radio days, yes. So, uh, no, Ivan, so how was your week? My, my week's been my week's been um, fun, actually. Uh, you know, had a, had quite a bit to do. Um, you know, working uh, working all the uh, uh, working all the sessions uh, down here in uh, Logan Square, uh, and uh, doing a number of things. Let's see, I was at uh, Coles, C O L E S, on Milwaukee mm-hmm. uh, last night, or as of this taping, you know, it was Sunday night. <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, I was playing some rhythm and blues and some stuff. My niece, Jenna, uh, came to visit me, and uh, she sat in the uh, DJ box. We uh, had a really nice a really nice time, you know, visiting and, you know, we're discovering the splendors of what a disc jockey does. And, uh, yeah, it was a great time. And uh, we also um, uh, celebrated my father's stone being uh, set. Oh, uh, so- you got it in the ground before winter. That's good. Yeah, so. Uncle Ivan, how come you're not playing Justin Bieber? <laughs> Does Justin Bieber make any records? I don't know. <laughs> oh. I, I know, I know. That oh. was low. That was low. That's, I know. that's, that's a low shot. Yeah, it is. It, it, that's it, a it, low it, shot it, at a platinum Platinum. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I look like I'm scared. You know, I know. <laughs> I know. But, I mean, anyway, but so, that may not be the one to take it back, guy. You may not like his music. He's a lot of well, you know, yeah, just yeah, Berber. Okay, <clears throat> but back to my dad's stone. Yeah, we uh, went and uh, <laughs> we uh, we celebrated. They put the stone in, beautiful stone. Uh, we all had a ceremony uh, uh, lasted about an hour, and then we went back to my uh, parents' place to uh, to gather together like family, meeting all the cousins, everybody coming together. Julie made this knockout uh, parfait, delicious. I mean, it was like everybody was like gravitating to it. Was that just gone? Everybody loved it, and yeah, it was really nice, you know, hanging around, you know, with the family and everything. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, went to see the Eternals. Oh, I even so, saw the Eternals. Yes, oh, I wow. did. That's scary. Okay, great. So, I uh, yeah, give, Ivan, give us uh, give us the review. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, do you want, do you want to hold on to the review till we're all like talking? No, no, hit it now. We're, you're the no, only one who saw ahead. it. You sure? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it was do you wish to continue? Those... Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, it, it all came down to this. Uh, we were uh, taking Odie to get his uh, surgery done, and we had like uh, 12 hours to kill. So we were in Indiana, and we decided to uh, do several things on that day. One, went to uh, we went to uh, to get ourselves some breakfast. Wonderful place. What was the name of the place? Denny's. What was what was the name of the Bob place Evans. We went to for uh, for uh, breakfast when we were in Indiana taking oh. Odie? Have a good Shoney's. Cracker Barrel at breakfast. Shoney's. Every other name you guys mentioned is still wrong. I, I hop. No, uh-uh. Oh, Less Cafe. Less Cafe, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah, Less Cafe. So we went to breakfast at Less Cafe, had all of his really good food. Was the what more cafe next door? 
less cafe. And then next door was more cafe was uh, Region Records, which uh, comes. It's funny, funny stories. So I told you, we we got to cut. We got to cut. Wait, wait, wait. We got to come back, you know, to, you know, to the record shop. So she says, okay. So after we take care of a number of other things, we finally decide, oh, okay, we're going to go, you know, check out a movie. So that's what we did. We went ahead after I visited the record store. I'll leave that story for another day. Uh, but yeah, finally get to the theater, AMC, and went to go see the Eternals. And to the uh, to the uninitiated, okay, it's uh, it you know what I mean by the uninitiated is that I'm going to follow comic books and I'm not real heavy duty in a lot of these formats. But it was fabulous, okay? And I'll tell you why, okay? One, they got to the action minutes within the movie frame, okay? They didn't, like, go into, like, long uh, character builds. They didn't go into any, like, uh, backstory in any real detail. It just kept coming one thing after another, one fight after another, one action sequence after another. It moves rather briskly for its time frame. Okay? Uh, It kind of distributes all of the action, but there were uh, a number of parts that, if it were me in the director's chair, I probably would have cut those parts away and kind of got more into the meat of the action and or the dialogue of the movie. was very, very well done. The special effects were very, very well done. A lot of of comedic moments within the framework of the movie. Uh, And and like I said, it's pretty uninitiated. Uh, You know, it stands out as its own as its own great product. I mean, if you didn't know anything about the Eternals, you'll want to experience more of them. Once you've seen this movie, so yes, I would have to I would have to give it an enthusiastic uh, four point seven five yeah match. Really? Okay. So, like, yeah. did it feel like two and a half hours? Not at all. No. Not at all. I mean, we didn't realize we were in the movie for two and a half hours until we actually looked at our watch and said, "Dang, it didn't seem like two and a half hours because it just." Right on going. You didn't realize how much time has passed until you looked at the time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did. Uh, it, what okay. I meant by that was, is that it didn't feel like two and a half hours. That's good. Like That's good. Did. It didn't drag at all. No, it didn't drag at all. Right. I mean, I mean, it didn't. Dra- it didn't drag at all. I mean, for me, a couple of other things would have made it go even faster. But for what? was the movie in its in its base yeah it it it, 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 it moves really really well and like it says a lot lot of action a lot of uh, a lot of fight sequences a lot of action sequences a lot of power-ups uh a lot of <clears throat> displaying of uh different uh uh of different uh powers within each of the eternals framework uh and uh, they only go into the backstory, I think, maybe a couple times in the movie, okay? And everything is well documented in the movie as to time and place, you know, as far as, like, they'll tell you, you know, in what era 
that a particular scene is taking place because it goes over multiple eras and centuries within the frame of the story. Okay. So, so that's, you know, so that's why uh, you're not left without any real misunderstanding of where the story is going. I mean, there's, there are signposts everywhere and it works and it works well. They're not intrusive. And uh, it just kind of added something to the storyline. Kind of gave me a, a comic book feel to the, to the flow of the movie. Hmm. So you know how sometimes they would feature certain titles and you know, uh, time and places or you know, <clears throat> locations and such. Yeah, kind of came off like that. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Very, enjoyed it very, very much. I'm sure that those that are initiated within the world of comic books and stories and such and everything, I'm sure my, my, my somewhat simple, uh, 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 you know, appraisal of the, of the movie, you know, there might be other things that may, you know, may bend the storyline or two may not, but then again, you know, unless you are following the Eternals, you know, fervently, that this is basically, it's it's a good movie, well worth the time, well worth the action, well worth everything about it, okay. worth the price. I mean, we went, we only paid seven ninety five to get in, which was really cool. Good. And uh, so that was only like fifteen dollars for the two, uh, sixteen dollars for the two of us, which was nice. And uh, yeah, and uh, that record shop, yeah, I walked out with a few goodies out of there too. You know, <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's see what else. I guess that's it for me for right now. So you, you had know, to take I, the cat to the vet. Uh, we had to take the cat to the neuter scooter because uh, we had. To oh, yeah, exactly. So it was like we took we took him, we took him, and we had to be there at six a.m. to get to the scooter. And then once we got to the scooter, then they took him to another. Uh, but took him to the scooter. He got neuter. Mm. Well, the the scooter took him to a uh, hospital in Lafayette. Squirrel done took his and, nuts. And then they went ahead. They uh, yeah. Well, they don't. You know, they 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 they, they cosmetically uh, make it look, you know, like he does got a sack on the back, but it's you know, but knowing what it was originally. Yeah, so you mutilated good. your pussy. Well, you know, well, I didn't mutilate it. Out of necessity. You know, well, yeah, definitely uh-huh. out of necessity. Yeah. Because... That's what they all say. No, well, yeah, that's smart. They should spay and neuter your pets. Well, you know, one, you know, I want to be considerate of the pet population, too. Uh, the fact that when uh, male male cats go in heat, they tend to mark their territory. And, they tend yeah, to make a mess, yeah. And it, and it stinks and it sticks. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. What he was marking his territory on Julie? Mine, bitch, mine. Uh, no, not yet. He had to get to the point before that. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. <clears throat> because I had a friend of mine who had uh, you know, get rid of one of his cats. They were just, you know, it's just too bad, too much. Yeah. Ruined, so ruined some that, carpeting and ruined some uh, uh, yeah, bedding. So and, and he was just on. He was just on the threshold of starting to do that. Uh, you know, no. glad you got it done sooner than later because yep. that would have been that would have right. been got to do it bad. when when they're young. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. anything else? Uh, you, you DJ, you watch the Eternals, did some record store, took care of the cat. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, no, that's uh, 
that's pretty much uh, oh that's pretty much no that's pretty much all of that for this for this particular weekend uh, aside from that yeah no I'm just uh, awaiting the the next uh, the next DJ gig which will be on the twenty uh, first uh, my sweet soulful Sunday over at Logan Arcade and uh, yeah and so you know and then uh, waiting to see about the apartment uh, that you know is still on the block and. Uh, well, then uh, after that, that, that's pretty much uh, all of the week's uh, activities for the moment. Just uh, just living large. <laughs> living large. Living good. Everything's cool. All right. Hmm. And well, what about you there? What about you, Mike? Uh, work's been still kicking my ass. People bringing in windows and... Uh, we're having now we're we're starting to feel some staff shortages because other stores on our network are losing people. Um, one of our like was it one of our managers? I think it was the Gurney store. Um, he had uh, decided he was gonna move eventually. He, like he's got like a daughter who lives like two hours away or something. So he put his house up on the market and it sold like instantly like twenty thousand dollars over the asking price and that was insane it was like that's it's a seller's market for housing right now so and they said yeah you had to be out by the end of the month so our assistant manager is helping over there for a couple of weeks and we pray he comes back because we need him we like him and uh it sucks that you know these other stores and like like lots of places i saw one of my um uh, one of my local eateries that I follow on Facebook, they had to close because they're they can't find help. It's like they're not even taking like takeout or deliveries. And it's sad. Wow. So it's like sick. so and it's like yeah, we're getting close to holidays and where these these um staff shortages are showing up. And that compounded yeah. with price increases and uh, the oh, supply chain yeah. and all that nonsense. It's it's getting crazy here. And like I said, the they were busy at the store, so that's been uh, worked been busy with that. Uh, I watched episode two of the Center Seat. That's the Star Trek miniseries documentary docu series that's on uh, History Channel. Okay. And episode two dealt with the animated series after the cancellation of the original series in '69, uh, okay. where filmation. Um, just run it. It's, it's interesting. You know, it's like most of this information isn't new to me, but it's nice the way it's set up and, and yeah, the, the well, jump yeah, cuts well, and the, the way, the way the episode edits it is the way the episode's set up and edited the way they, the format of this episode is like, yeah, sometimes the, just the hard facts is, is fine, but this is this good. And Gates McFadden does the narration. She played Dr. Crusher on TNG. Okay. And well, yeah, because the other one fell down an elevator shaft. Yes, yeah, right. Yes, but, uh, poor Doctor Pulaski. Yeah, we we're oh, funny wait, when no, we that's get. That's what happened. To, that's what happened to Ryan Law. My bad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although you My know, bad. she was quite the looker when she was at a couple of guest uh, appearances on T on uh, the original series, though. Diana Muldoor. Yeah. she was pretty hot back in the sixties. Yeah, not so much during the eighties and nineties. Well, that's really no. the, you know the, the the grandma perm or whatever. Uh, but yeah, this is TNG. Uh, no, they talked about the, the original series and leading up to um, uh, Star Trek: The Motion Picture. I'm sure Episode Three will deal with you know the return of you know the, when the movies come, you know, or whatever they were setting up for. I think they were starting for setting up 
for Star Trek Phase 2, and then Star Wars hit, and then uh, Paramount was all like, we need to make a movie. So uh, oh, I think yeah. that's going to happen in Episode 3. But this is still a very entertaining. I liked uh, this. Uh, but it's too bad, you know, because I've got two more episodes to go, and then the other six are on their streaming service. So I'm like, Ugh. So, oh, so you got you got to get the other. The last yeah, you got to subscribe to their streaming day. service. Yeah, in order to watch the other that's, six episodes, the, the, so the hook will bring you back. Yeah, that's a bummer. Which, which streaming? Which streamer is this? Uh, the, whatever the History Channel streaming service is, I think it's. I don't know. They, it's, have, a, they have a streaming. The service? History Channel has History their own channel? streaming service. Yes. Oh Jesus! Really? Is it like Boy, isn't it yeah. like History Discovery? Uh, it's like like some kind of you know like head channel kind of brain channel. It's uh, stream that they got. It, it's not part of Hulu. It's um, I don't know. I know it stands on its own for some. No, part. it's it's yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, know, we'll it's it's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not part of CBS. It's not part of Paramount Plus. But um, no, no, it's not. No, it reminds it's... me. Yeah, that that eighty bucks is due. Uh, I think Thursday. The mouse is getting my money. Uh, mm-hmm. I know we yeah. had Paramount. Oh, then we'll get into the. Disney Plus Day Disney uh, reveals later in the show, but uh, yeah, and then that was it. I mean, I didn't even watch Shang Chi. I'm just been I like, I, 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 it's oh, right. I got I got to that and I got the Jungle Cruise. So I got okay, Fox. and Burn Notice. So I do plan to watch that. Oh, Red Notice. Oh, Red Notice. Okay, yeah. What am I no- thinking of? Burn Notice. Burn, Burn, no- Burn Notice is the other guy. Okay. <laughs> Burn Notice is the guy who's going to be on Law and Order. That it's not going to be Burn Notice Law and Order, which is really right. too bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I got I got something that I picked up uh, that I was thinking maybe I could just review as a as a retro review, you know, of a previously released DVD. Let me see if I can it. Ah, there it is. He's got to okay. get we'll the wait. DVD. He's going to review the DVD. Get the DVD. Hold it up to the well, speaker. Yeah, it's flat. And it's round. It's round. And it's shiny. It's a hole in the middle. Yep. It's like a donut, but you can't eat it. Mmm, donut. Yeah. Um, uh, that, by the way, that Simpsons short that they did for Disney Plus Day. Eh. Same thing like the one, they, they had one where like, oh, I forget what it was. We were, it was weird. Well, I thought about watching it before we watched Black Widow, but I'm glad we didn't because it's just, Simpsons, it's lame. But I did like the one where uh, they did one a couple of years ago with Maggie, and mm-hmm. uh, Maggie, it was there was no dialogue in it. It was just Maggie and this other baby that uh, it was like a, a fun little uh, episode. Is it the one with the bushy eyes that looks creepy? to see certain characters in with certain other characters but And I got uh, Green Lantern, uh, First Flight, Superman's Doomsday, and Justice League in the New Frontiers.
Green Lantern one. Okay. Well, oh, cool. uh, I'll go ahead and I'll dive into that. And I also picked up uh, Sing because I want to catch Sing 2 in December, uh, which that's coming up shortly. Yeah, so we actually, I actually picked up the uh, the first one and was pleasantly surprised. And, uh, and I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was great. Yeah. No, it's a great movie. Wait, I thought you were going to watch that last week when we got off the show. Yeah, well, I, I, I did, and I, I watched it, and I thought it was great. I mean, I got to see it, so I saw okay. it. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, no, we've been telling you for a while you should – Yeah, it was, uh, it's a good film. So like. I'm glad you, glad you liked it. It's, it's a fun film. Oh, no, it's fabulous. I, I mean, I – you know, and and I'll be quite I'll be quite honest with you, and I'm sure I mentioned it in previous episodes how I kind of palmed off the whole mad rush of uh, CGI animation, you know, back a while, back a while back, and um, uh, but now I kind of just kind of eat my words now because I'm like I'm, I watch this thing and it's like you know I can't wait till I see it again. I mean, it's just one of those types of things because I'm just like looking for other things because it's got that excitement about it that I mean not to mention the uh, the character makeups the uh, the refreshing uh, vocal talents uh, yeah I mean the story is not new but the fact that how they went about it uh, with the uh, you know with uh, with Mr. Moon and his beautiful theater his old theater he's trying to keep it together and uh, it just Fabulous. I mean, everything about it. Was that's that's my concern. From the trailers on Sing Two, my biggest concern from the trailers is that it doesn't have. I'm, I'm concerned they're going to lose what was really the best part of that movie, which was which was just the love of that theater and and the love of what he did for a living and how he did it and all that stuff and and i and i hope that that doesn't get lost um well yeah and and, and i totally and i totally agree with you on on that because the way he was portrayed you know in the movie it was like you mean like yeah. the, the koala mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. So, you know, he's got this theater. I mean, you know, his father washed cars, you know, for living to get this money to get his, his son this theater because he loved he loved the theater so much. And the fact that uh, they used a beautiful actual interior to make that theater up, there is a real theater that looks like that. And uh, just amazing, uh, the designs that were in the movie that were just extraordinarily done. And, you know, the voices match the characters really well. The characters themselves, you 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 relate to them. You know, you, you, they engage you. They they make you they make you care about them. You know? And that's you know, that's my that was my takeaway from the movie, not to mention you know the songs, the routines, uh the interactions, you know, the alternate story universes that were happening around you know the the theater. <clears throat> it's fabulous, and yeah, I I wish I'd seen this sooner. I'm glad I did. And this this DVD actually has three bonus features too, which I guess they were trying to set uh, Gunther the pig, you know, 
the dancing pig, you know, is like something of his own comic vehicle when he's uh, babysitting, uh, you know, Mrs. Pig and the, all the 25 little piglets. So that was a separate little movie that they have on this DVD. Mm. So, yeah, and there were a couple of others. Uh, like, they were focusing on certain <clears throat> characters to kind of see, well, as, oh, okay, possibilities for maybe other projects was the feeling I got from it. So that could very well be the possibility. Who knows? Well, but, as, yeah. as, as we, I think Mike and I have talked about this before and, and something you may not be aware of. So Karen Egan, Karen, is it eager? I, Edgerton. how do I pronounce Edgerton? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So the guy who plays the gorilla who sings, I'm still standing the Elton John song. Yeah. That's the guy who ends up playing Elton John and rocket man. <laughs> yeah, he that's how he got the and gig. We're pretty we're pretty sure that's how he got the gig. Well, you know what? I I, him, I, I, I believe that doing it there. Yeah. Yeah, and that sealed the deal for him. Wow. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. No, I had I had a feeling you had not you wouldn't remember that, Ivan. But yeah, that was the thing when, when Rocket Man was coming out and we when we talked about it when Rocket Man was coming out, that Mike and I were positive that him, yeah. he, him doing yeah. the gorilla and doing I'm Still Standing, which was an absolute right, lights out in rendition, is the reason he ended up getting that gig. Because he, wow. and, and he, and by the way, in Rocket Man, he kind of nails it too. Um, well, Rocket Man, yeah, I've seen Rocket Man. It was great. Right, right. So he nails it there too, but this was basically essentially, this, this was is essentially the audition. His, right, it was essentially, this was his audition tape mm. to be like, <laughs> yeah, I can play this role here. I get it as, a, right. as, a, as, a, as a, an animated gorilla, but here, check this out. Um, here's, here's a file of this animated gorilla. Listen to the voice of the yeah. animated gorilla, okay? <laughs> it's going to kick your ass. Check this out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like, I would have liked to have been at the other end of that conversation, wouldn't you? Uh, I, you know what? It wouldn't even... Honestly, all it would be is, who is it? What is? It? As soon as I would have heard it, I would have been like, okay. As long as the guy doesn't look like a, you know, a fuck, yeah, like a fucking away, gorilla, you know. yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know, if he looks like Jeff Stein, probably not going to be able to be out. Oh no, no, that's um, bullshit. No, if he looks like Jeff Stein, man, he's got the gig. All right, come on. No, no, he has to lose weight. We have to put him on a massive diet. We could do those shows. No, we like three years. Somebody leaked um, that. Somebody leaked that audition picture of Henry Cavill uh, for Superman for Man of Steel, and he's wearing like the Christopher Reeve Superman outfit, and it's before he bulked up, and mm. it just looks so dopey. Does it? That's <laughs> like he's well, obviously he's skinny. It's just saggy, baggy, just normal looking, and it it wasn't like a padded muscle suit, and, you know. And <laughs> before he started working out for before uh, Man of Steel, so. Uh, appearances can be deceiving. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, so yeah, Sing Two is coming this, uh, later in the year. So I'm looking. Yeah, for... no, December. it's coming anytime now, isn't it? In the next yeah, December. Weeks? It's coming in December. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm just uh, and and and, I, and I'm happy to see that they're keeping the core, uh, the core uh, characters in Sing Number Two. Is Seth MacFarlane going to be back as the as the rat or the mouse? Yeah, I don't know. He is. is he? I don't know. I didn't well, I I remember seeing his name in the credits. Or the no, I, I, watched, I, I watched it, you know, I watched it, you know, when we were in the theater, when we were watching the, you know, the, uh, 
the Eternals, we were watching the trailer and all I the names that. showed up on the screen. Yeah, okay. Huh. <clears throat> so that's going to be fun. So I can't wait for that. Uh, right, yeah, so watched I episode... didn't mean to left turn us here, but yeah. Uh, watched episode three, Yellowstone. Uh, do you want to get into that now? Sure, no, we, we can. can. We can touch I, upon I it. To. We can touch upon it now. Um, I, watched, I I watched it this morning, so yeah. I uh, my coworker. I found out my coworker watches it too, and we're like, yeah, cool, bros. Uh, so, uh, hey, cool bro stuff. Yeah. Um, he had a theory about Casey because in episodes one and two, the that's the son who works for the the livestock. Um, mm-hmm. management or whatever it is. Yeah. Casey, after that initial, like, you know, shootout and all that with the militia dudes, Casey only interacted with, uh, John Dutton. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, Kevin Costner and mm. the first two episodes. And we're like, he's only interacting with him. I mean, is he a figment of John's imagination? Is he dead? Is he, uh, no. but, that was a theory going around after the pilot last week, but that obviously that, that, that got literally shot down like in episode three, because yeah. apparently his, uh, his wife and son are having post-traumatic stress from the, the home invasion and the shooting, uh, mm-hmm. that occurred in the home. Uh, and, uh, there was also the uh, situation with the neighbor, I guess, in this rich SOB from California who raises alpacas, you know. <laughs> yeah, that Just was funny. No nonsense bullshit uh, you know, over there uh, out in the, I don't want in your the West. Cattle, I'm raising the llamas. <laughs> alpacas. Alpacas. He's raising what are you raising alpacas for? Anything to get a tax credit, you know. Yeah. So anyway, um so that's going on and then Jimmy goes off to he's going off to cowboy school in Texas. Hey, and, can you can you refresh something for me? Yeah. Didn't they say when he left the hospital, like, not to do any of the things he's doing? Well, he's rehabilitating, and it's only been a couple of days since he got out. But, I don't know, I'm just trying to be a man, you know. And then the, the hard-ass oh, trainer gosh. guy and makes him take off his, his neck harness while he has to sit mm-hmm. in the front seat. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Well, not smart. No. Well, it just seems very... I don't know. I mean, there's, I, I, it's that whole mentality of the man up BS about about all this stuff. It's like, dude had a major he had a major accident. injury and almost was, you know, had had to learn how to walk again. Right. And now, you know. And they like said you have to take it easy and you shouldn't really be doing much and all this stuff. And now all of a sudden he's going. You're going off to cowboy school and you're, you're, you're going gonna, off to cowboy. You're going to learn. You're going to represent. our going to gristle, gristle, gristle. You're going to yeah. represent our company and our our brand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little confused. Yeah, by... he'll go by way of the, uh, the the Winston man, the Marlboro man. Sorry. Well, it's just weird because it's like how I mean, every, based on what was said in the in the in the premiere about his his conditions to release, I'm like, okay, these don't sound like conditions that allow him to continue to be released where where he's going to be okay. Um, and the other part is, Mike, I'm just curious to you. Do you think we're going to see any more of Jimmy this season or do we think he we're not seeing him? If there's going to be a, a, a concurrent like a subplot in one of the episodes showing his progress at this thing and uh, whatever the girlfriend's going through, she's torn. As far as I'm concerned, she can screw off, man. She's the one who caused all this nonsense. Had to. You know, I don't know. Coerce, she coerced him into breaking his word with John and get on that horse, and he almost killed himself. 
Yeah. Anyway, I, that's why you use the head between your shoulders. That's right. Uh, you know, the, 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 that said, I, I do see her side of things about the fact that it's like none of them were around to help his ass out when, you know, no, none of them were there every day. And right. she was. So, I mean, I, so, you know, there's the other side of it where I see okay. her point of view, though. We just, you know. he was taking her for granted in that regard. No. So let's see what else. The, the other plot line with the, the kid and the the quote-unquote the, the adopted son for what it's worth. And yeah. Yeah, that was... I, I don't... I, I don't know what to... It's... Well, I know why. Now I know that you know she can't have kids, so this is right. her way of making up for that. You know? Right, so but... She, just the... this kid she's brought in under their wing, you know, the stable boy now. You know, but the kid's got a lot of learning to do. He's got to learn some respect, and it's all tough love over there, so. Oh, boy. So. Uh, well, it almost feels like this passive aggressiveness. We want a kid, we don't want a kid. We want a kid, we don't want a kid. Um, we want a kid, but we don't really want... He's not really our kid, but oh we want to be gosh, able to do that kind of like thing. Oh, my gosh, sounds like so much mental masturbation. No, it's not, really. It's, I mean, It's not. It's just the way these characters... The way the two characters are who basically would yeah. be quote unquote mom and dad, you know, okay. these people have, these people have issues and, mm-hmm. okay. and based on the, and the way kids got are, issues, major issues. Right. Okay. And, and so it's kind it, of, it's, it's, it's like real life. It's yeah. Yeah. Like broken people trying to fix each other, but sometimes it don't always work well. No, it, well doesn't, not, it doesn't always, it doesn't always happen. I and mean, I'm not positive, Mike, that this is all about broken people trying to fix each other as much as, as much as, as much as Beth basic Beth Dutton basically going, well, I can't have children, so maybe I can do this. Yeah, you in know, place but, of but having not, children, right? In place of having children, in which, but at the same time, not really wanting to take this to right. the hundred percent, you know, of yeah, I'm making this commitment because. You know, we saw the episode. Uh, so this this that, is kind of a sunny day commitment thing she's got going on. Well, no, she, I mean, she lost her job, so she's right. trying to become Miss Homemaker and a, a wife to the husband and a, a mother to this child. And Which, that's a, that's a, that's she's, a she's learning. I mean, she's, by her own admission, she's, she don't know what she's doing. Yeah. Well, it goes beyond she don't know what she's doing. Yeah. I mean, some of the things that, and then, but, you know, at the one point at the end of the episode, it's like, Okay, he's sleeping in the barn now. It's like yeah. okay, it's like okay. If it's your, you know, in the conversation of we're we're now, you know, this isn't our child. He's never going to be our child. You know, you know, it's really clear that it's like this is just like one of these little pet. You know, it's funny. Rippet calls him the pet, and he's not really a hundred percent wrong. It does feel kind of like a pet project for her. Um, it it, it almost to... seems like a form of fostering of some sort. Yeah, yeah like she met the fostering. she like you would foster a dog or a cat. Well, when when here's the the backstory for Ivan and those who haven't watched uh, any of the season four yet of Yellowstone that's on the Paramount Network. Um, in the season three finale, there was a shootout and John, that's Kevin Costner, he was shot. And he was in a coma. He was bored. he was in a forced in a coma for almost two months. And during those time, Beth would go and see him in the hospital. And uh, one day, she goes outside for a smoke, and there's a young kid sitting there. And her his dad um, is 
dying because he overdosed on meth or something. And he's, you know, just a angry kid, you know, with no mom and his dad's dead. And so she takes him under his wing and he Uh kind of forces that too, because when he gets her, he gets in trouble with the law. He says, she's your, you know, he told, told the cops that she's my guardian. And so she kind of getting the look and he's like, okay, well, we'll give this a try. And they're giving it a try. So we'll see where it goes with this. Yeah, wow. I'm waiting for it's... what happens when they're done giving it a try. Yeah, if it comes to a head and then the kids, you know, they kick the kick the kid to the curb. But we'll see right. if uh, he can uh, make a man out of him. There's a man in there somewhere. Grizzle, grizzle. Right, my, my concern, my, my, <laughs> you know, there's, in some ways I awfully, feel like this is... an awfully thin branch to be sitting on. <laughs> oh, you know, it's one of these where it's like I feel like they're spending time on this and it's like, is this going to go somewhere? And if it does, where is it going? Yeah. And how, 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 how bad is this going to end? Cause I have a feeling. It's uh, how, big, well. how big, a cra- how big a crash are we going to witness? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and then with another concurrent plot line, <clears throat> the, the dude who was caught in the casino bragging about who he, he ordered the hit on the Dutton oh, family. Uh, he's been caught by the, um, the, the Indians running the casino right. and they're used, they kind of used him as a bargaining chip to help get part of his land. So they went to John saying, here's this, you know, you want him, here's your, he's your baggage now. And can't, and John's like, I don't know any of these people and how, who ordered the hit on my family. And he couldn't, uh, you know, it's give... funny. Wow. It's funny. Mike, as soon as they said, as soon as they said, that this guy was in prison, I, I knew exactly where this was going. Okay. I, I, I well, okay, I, or my theory is I know exactly where this is going, which is, which is that it's, uh, it's, Jamie, it's Jamie's biological father. Yeah, that's the yeah. He was absent this episode. Um. Right. In. So the real question, in my and kind of the previews kind of go this direction too about the did Jamie kind of gives you that feel of the did, was Jamie involved or did Jamie know kind of feeling yeah on the, the adopted at the son end. yeah right yeah or the unknowing adopted son right. who who it's the never really fit in never seemed to be able to fit in never seemed to be make make John Dutton really happy. And then later on finds out way adult that he was never really a real button. And wow. which, which makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. And even more and, so from that, that shady real estate guy who got killed by the rattlesnake accidentally in quotation marks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the part that's interesting to me, and, th- and this is the only thing that bothers me about where they've gone, which is, in some ways, Mike, with the way things where things have gone with Jamie in the first few seasons, in some ways he's a sympathetic character because it's like it's not like he does anything really, really wrong for the most part. With the one exception, well, that one exception with the killing thing that was weird, um, where he killed the one person and that was weird. But for the most part, you know, he's just trying to fit in and never seems to be able to do that. Or does stuff where it's like, how can I say, he 
you know, it's it's it doesn't seem to be purposely malicious if you understand what I'm saying. And now it seems like the writer's room is like, hey, we can make him a bad guy. You know, like a full on like Yeah, the full the villain with the the full on complete villain. with the twirly mustache. Right, right. And and I almost feel like there's this how do I see here I can say this. I wasn't gonna write this on my Facebook page, but I can say it here ironically, which is which is which is I'm not positive that there are people in the writing room who are like setting up for Hey, yeah, we're going to have an entire – we're going to make him bad so that all the women in America can scream and holler and hoop and holler when, like, Beth shows up and castrates the fucker. Um, <laughs> yeah, she did go and physically threaten him after he – Right, and, 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 and it's like they're almost setting up on purpose to make sure that, like, she can do it without – she can do something horrible to this guy because, you know, you know just so – because right. now you they're want, making it where yeah. he's a bad dude versus versus hey you know what she's a horrible human being and <laughs> she's equally a horrible human being but hey now she's justified because That's right. we're, we in want the revenge room, right because in the writer's room we've decided to take this character and turn him into I mean you could be a bad guy and not be evil but now they're just trying, trying to make him an evil person and it's like this is ridiculous you know, this, this is this is this is bad writing. This is if that's where they go. This is really if bad it is writing. Jamie, we'll see. Uh, and then we did get the uh, more promos from this 1885 series, the prequel series with Tim yeah. McGraw and Faith Hill and Sam Elliott. It's a. I gotta be honest. It's gonna be a big gamble for them with all this stuff because it's like the only thing I think that they're doing that's interesting is they are showing. They are showing the opening episodes on regular the regular Paramount Network, like an episode or two, to try to get you to yeah, like, to tease you with a free one, yeah, to, te- to tease you to get you to buy the Paramount Plus yeah. Network. But it it'll be interesting to see how many people are willing are willing to put out the money. You know, this is I, I give Paramount Plus all the credit in the world that they're trying they're they're making this move. But I don't know. I'm curious to see how this do, works. Do you, think because... this is, do you think this is a bold move, like a huge move? Well, it it's is. necessary. I mean, they got to find some yeah. content that's exclusive to their streaming service to find subscribers. They've got the Star Trek content. Right, and the so good they, fight. Yeah, and the good fight and a couple other things. Right, this, those this, have been uh, This mayor of Kingstown with uh, Jeremy Renner. Okay. Right, and the other guy from early edition, and the guy the right. guy who was on Friday Night Lights, I can't remember early his name. Edition. Who's been on? Who, who's been good? Um, Terrific. All yeah. Right. So, well, but yeah, it, yeah. So this, this, you know, so this would be a huge plus. I yeah. mean, you know, uh, a huge Paramount plus. Yes. Yeah, Paramount plus. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm totally hooked on this on Tombstone. I, I mean, Yellowstone. I keep calling it Tombstone. It's Yellowstone. Yeah, well, <laughs> Tombstone. You know that's what makes a, me that's laugh a good movie, by the way. I mean, you know, talking about. You know what makes movie. me funny? When you laugh about Yellowstone, Yellowstone has basically turned into the cowboy version of Succession on from HBO. It's almost the exact. It's, it's <laughs> same formula. It's, it's, it's same idea, which mm. is okay. You've got mm. this old guy who's getting old. Who's the head of the family, and everybody, and everybody walks at the end of the day wants to own the empire. Okay, the only uh-huh. difference is there's cowboys, and it's a lot more violent. Whereas Succession, 
it's a lot more black <laughs> comedy and it's Ooh. more and it's it's more about about you know conservative media network and and all that kind of stuff but the the formulas are about the same where quite frankly it's getting to the point where on 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 Yellowstone it's getting to the same point it is on Succession which is who exactly am I supposed to like on this show again? <laughs> you know, they say that imitation is, you know, a sincere form of flattery. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, in fairness, I don't. I it, there are some there are some bigger differences between that and Yellowstone. You know, I don't right. see a whole bunch of I don't see a whole bunch of yakuza showing up to like blow away the ro- the Roy's <laughs> on on Succession. You know, hmm. um, right? Well, yeah. But but there are similarities. Well, but, but, I don't see Beth and Casey going at it. I mean, they're not. Not no. yet. No. And it's funny because that would be interesting. And yet we haven't seen that. And I think it would be interesting to see if it did happen. But we've never gotten that in the previous three seasons. And mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. The only thing that could be interesting, Mike, is is as much as Jamie and Beth don't get along Casey and Jamie have never had an issue. Mm-hmm. And they do kind of get along. So that that could be the interesting part. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to next episode. Yeah. So, uh, so that's so, yeah. the only thing you... That's the yeah. only thing you caught. Yeah, huh? I didn't. Wa- I was gonna watch that. You know, like the that they had that one hour special. I guess when Disney Plus uh, had their anniversary last week. I was gonna watch that uh, special about Boba Fett. I'm like, ah, eh. but you know the 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 origins, or yes, the little documentary about the backstory of Boba Fett, where his origins in this in the in the Star Wars lore. But I'm like, eh, I, don't, eh, I know enough. You know, you know, Disney yeah. Plus. The uh, Disney Plus has got a special going now. Uh, that you could join for a dollar ninety nine for the first month, and then after that, it's seven ninety nine a month. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm committed. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, Ivan, you should uh, sign up. I All should. the Disney movies. I want to get. Into, I want to get into the content, so at least you know I can come in. Two bucks. And say, yeah, What's yeah, two bucks? Less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Okay. You get you a month of Disney Plus. It's All even right. less than a record. <laughs> oh. Oh, and more content. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot more than three minutes okay, on that okay, uh, yeah, Disney Plus. Disney, Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah, you're like, hey, it's only $1.99. And he's watching uh, <laughs> Channel 2 on his uh, digital receiver. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Uh, okay, okay, okay. All right, for, all right. For our, right. UH, our, our UHF viewing position so I can watch, <laughs> I can watch Boomer TV. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Julian, you know, raise your right arm so I can get better reception on uh, yeah, Channel hey, 32. Hey, Otis, 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 you hear this? You guys listen to this. Marley, Marley, you got to go over there so I can like shock you. with. Put a piece light. of tinfoil around the yeah. left rabbit ear. <laughs> and then attach wow. it to Otis's tail. Wow, 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 wow. All right, all right, all right. Yes, okay. Point made. <laughs> the funny but part anyway. is, is for a dollar ninety nine, you'd get more music there than you would if you bought it. You bought a record. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Soldier, soldier case, boys. Soldier case. I understand. Yes. Um, <laughs> See, yeah, that was all I had done. Done. I didn't. I didn't watch so Shang Chi. I, did, I didn't watch. Uh... Yeah, I. I did get kind of. 
you know, I, I did barrel into the Disney Plus weekend. And I didn't have much going on on the weekend. So I did kind of barrel into it a little bit. Um, I did not watch the Boba Fett thing because, frankly, I I don't know. I just don't. It's like more information about Boba Fett. Who cares? I mean, I, I, no offense. I just wasn't really all that interested in it. Um, I did watch. I did watch the update on the Pixar stuff, and they have a show coming up that I thought sounds really interesting. Um, I, I can't remember if it's a softball team or a baseball team, where they're gonna, they're calling it Win or Lose, and it's it's the same day and game from the perspective of a lot of different people who are at the game. Whether it be the coach or the little kid's brother um, and all of that. And it, it just sounds really like an interesting an interesting Pixar piece hmm. that would be, that sounds kind of fascinating for that goes beyond what would be for kids. I, I, I can mean, see how there could be a good story in there somewhere. Right. Well, it's basically looking at all the stories within the one story and showing all the different stories. And, and the way they described it, it was like, they talked about how, like how the father might have anxiety because, you know, he wants to do it and, and how the little kid might be, you know, sitting there and thinking about how, what it would be like someday for him to play. And, and, and it, it was the way they described it. I was just sitting there going, this, this is fucking brilliant. I mean, this is either going to be, this, this could, this could be really, really must see great, a great series must see to watch. Um, and it, and it might be the case for not just kids, but for adults too, because it, it seems like, you know, pick, look, Pixar's always done amazing things and, and amazing materials. Now they've actually got time to create something from an episodic perspective. Hmm. Um, the only other thing that they mentioned was apparently they're doing a buddy, a buddy show with Lightning McQueen and, and Poe Mater um, <sighs> as a as a series. Uh, we'll no, see. I, I, I mean, I I've, I never watched Cars three. I, that's I couldn't. Not bad. Uh, the last half hour of Cars two, I was totally disconnected. I mean, I loved Cars, but the sec but when I watched Cars two in the theater, I like I couldn't wait for the second one to be over. I'm like, I I'm just, I think I'm done with the Cars franchise in that regard. Um, we'll see. Like I said, I mean, I, I it sounds like the that show is more geared towards the kids anyway, versus this other one that I thought was like. Wow, that sounds like something as an adult I might want to watch. My more adult oriented. Well, well, no, I definitely think it'll be aimed at kids, but I think adults will get something out of it. Well, okay, um, yeah, there'll, there'll be elements in there um, that, uh, that 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 uh, adults will recognize. Yeah. Um, I did watch the Marvel preview. Uh-huh. Um, so I got a chance to see. They did kind of show a little bit like a, a couple of seconds of Moon Knight and they did show a couple seconds of She-Hulk. Yeah, I watched um, the teaser for She-Hulk. That was it. And it began, it, it, again, uh, I gotta be honest, so I'm gonna ask the question again, which is, 
which is why I, I'm still at the moment curious as to the choices that were made about what went to movies versus what went to Disney Plus. Because, I mean, Shang-Chi did okay, and it seems like Eternals is going to do okay. It's doing but, very well, I think, internationally. Yeah, internationally more than here, yeah. but we, you know. Um, but She-Hulk would have done well. Because that's a, that's a bigger name Marvel character. <clears throat> yeah, and, and if they do the right, always, they'll, they'll, they'll do the passing bigger. of the torch with Bruce Banner. Well, I don't even know if it's a passing of the torch, by the way. Um, but um, She-Hulk has always been a better known character within the Marvel Universe. Moon Knight has always been a character that's always been... I'll be honest, I really have never read Moon Knight. And yet, he's always seemed more interesting to me than... And he, I'm more aware of him than I ever was Shang-Chi. I mean, that's the one thing that's been interesting, Mike, about... Like I've been saying, you're talking about the Eternals, about if you know if you've ever read, you know if you've ever read the comics, and it's like, no, I've never owned an Eternals comic book. Just like I've never owned a Shang Chi comic book, okay, in my entire lifetime. They created two movies on. I mean, I, I at least had heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I was at least aware of their book, mm-hmm. okay. I can't even tell you anything about the Eternals. I couldn't tell you a thing about Shang-Chi. Um, you know, um, these are not as, I mean, again, they're taking the gamble and it seems to be working. But, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess at the same time, maybe the thought process is because Moon Knight and She-Hulk are better known, it'll get people to more buy Disney Plus than say Eternals and Shang Chi. I mean, it's the only thing I can come up with. Just well, like um, you know, we're getting we're getting the Hawkeye show coming up. And, yeah, it's coming up soon. Yeah, and, and you know, I I think it's next. Is it next week? Wow, it's, could be next week. Uh, I think it's the I think it drops the weekend after uh, Thanksgiving. No, it's the twenty fourth. Yeah, it's the ooh, that's the Wednesday. Yeah, it's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Right, so Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So so yeah. So um, next week. Yeah. Wow, is Thanksgiving next week? Holy cow. Yeah, um, ten days. Ten days. Wow. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's interesting because those are characters that clearly you could have made a lot of money on those movies and you decided to go this route because I think you thought that those are characters that would make people want to come see. watch Disney+. Plus. What else? But, um, they teased... Um... Uh, the Marvel Zombies apparently is getting its own animated series, a spinoff. Yeah, from... there's a, there's a list. Hold on. Yeah, I got the up. list here. Do you? Okay. Yeah. So Marvel Zombies, uh, we talked season two of What If? Right. Um, an animated series for I. Which yeah, that's been on the books for a little while. Yeah, I thought we had gotten a movie instead. They can tell better. They can make. They have to have better tell better storytelling. Film. I better mm-hmm. see it that way. Uh, the Ironheart series is also. Uh, it's going to deal with um, Riri Williams as a successor to uh, Iron Man. Uh, yep. Ag- Agatha. 
uh, series, Agatha House of Harkness, Miss mm-hmm. uh, Marvel, uh, something called Spider-Man Freshman Year. Yeah, that's that's the one that caught my eye. It looks like it's going to be an animated. Yeah, I'm down with that. Um, and and it makes me think maybe they're going to they're going to look at college freshman year and do it as an animated because that's how they can get around. Maybe that's how you get around some of the rules with Sony because I know yeah. Marvel has the rights to their animated with Spider Man. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, but I was surprised because you know they 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 changed Captain Marvel two to the Marvels, so this I guess this Miss Marvel will be a prequel series to the Captain Mar the sequel to Captain Marvel, um, and so something called Echo. Yeah, so Echo is a character that was I oh, I don't remember all that. I know that that character was involved a little bit in some of Bendis Brian Bendis's. Uh, Avengers run when he rebooted it, but I don't remember enough about her as mm. a character. Um, and then there's the most there's the yeah. most fascinating thing the, of all. The shot heard around the world was the they they used they even used the Wolverine looking at the picture meme. Yeah, yeah. of the, of the X the return of the X Men animated series from the nineties. Yeah, wow. that's 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 a big deal. That's, that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, so, so to me, yeah, I think to me, the biggest two things were this Spider-Man series that it looks like some sort of animated, um, and then the X, the, this X-Men continuance from the 97 series, um, I'm surprised so, they didn't uh, give us a like a, even a tease for season two of Loki. I don't think they're ready. I don't think they're even close. Yeah, I mean, they could have just said, you know, Loki season two. I mean, we know season two is coming because they had the, yeah. the title at the end of season one saying Loki will return in season two. So mm-hmm. I guess that's a given. I guess they don't have to. They don't have to put the graphic up. Uh, I guess we're yeah. not getting a sequel, uh, a second season of uh, uh, Captain America and and uh, Winter Soldier. Well, no, because they did announce a Captain America four. Right. Okay. So that's when. Okay. Then Anthony Mackie right. will be they, in Captain America four. Okay. Right. No, they have so announced shifting energies to a movie. Then. Right. They have announced after after Falcon Winter Soldier. They did announce a Captain America movie. Okay. So I think that's your answer. Nice. Just and and that's the thing. There are certain things where they've kind of made their decisions on. You know, we we're not. You know, I don't think we're going to see Wanda and Vijay again no, on, I think Dis- that, that, uh, on Disney+. Plus. No, I think we're done with uh, with that series. I think that's had its... Right, and I think we're kind of done with the Captain America universe on on Disney+, Plus for a while. So <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. Um, I'll try to go spoiler-friendly on, on Shang-Chi. Um, okay. I think that they, I mean, it it was interesting and they certainly answer a few different questions about, you know, and in terms of fixing a few pieces for continuity purposes, um, 
and I don't want to say too much there, but they fix something for continuity purposes. Um, they give you a, they they kind of run his origin backstory a lot with a lot of flashbacks through the entire movie. Right, but this does take place mostly after in present day after the after the events of Endgame. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it does, and um, so yeah, I, 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 so it takes place there, but they do a lot of going back and forth on flashbacks to like explain certain things, and I, I don't know, I just feel like after a while I was kind of like, okay, we f- keep going backwards to go forwards, and and I don't know, I, again. It did have a little bit of that. Um, it, it did kind of have a little bit of that uh, spaghetti western um, shogun kind of samurai warrior kind of feel to it a little bit in that regard. With you know setting up, you know, you see the backstory, so then you can understand when the upcoming fight, you know, why this is happening and the way the fight is happening, kind of thing. Um, but it feels like at times they stole a lot of formatting from Black Panther too, as well. Um, the the bigger thing to me with with Shang Chi was it does stand on its own. Um, at the same time, I'm kind of like sitting there. I'm like, okay, I mean, there's some great action sequences. The final fight, I, I just feel like Shang Chi doesn't stand out enough in the final fight. Um, there's a lot going on in that final fight, but I really feel like he doesn't. It was it was not think, a wasn't a spectacular fight, right? No, it the the fight's spectacular, but he doesn't stand front and center as the reason that in the end they're victorious if you understand what I mean oh, okay I, see I mean he he's part of it but I wouldn't say he's the center he's, of he's, it. he's, he's it entirely right like in some of the other movies where we've seen that be the case and okay. I don't know if it's if it's them trying to be inclusive or if they're still trying to limit his power level at the moment or what they're trying to do with it to try to build upon it or something. I I don't know, but do you think think they're just trying to nurture the story along? I don't know. I'm not positive on it. Again, does this feel like shoehorning? Shoehorning in terms of what? Introducing this character we've never seen of, we've never heard of until now. No. If anything, what's interesting is so they. Okay, so he has a sister, and I feel like there's a lot of sequences within the movie where the sister is made very much to be equal, and that's great. Yeah, that's fine. But at the end of the day, the movie's called Shang-Chi. Yeah, well... And and I feel like there's kind of, at the end, 
in the end, he doesn't really, you know, he doesn't really, he's he's not the reason they win. He kind of is part of it, but not fully. Not completely. He's kind of like left the center. Well, it's not even left the center. He's in the center, but if he didn't have some of the, the, again, I'm trying to explain this without spoiling for Mike. Um, if he doesn't have help from the sister and something else, um, I don't know that he wins. So he has to draw his powers from his sister and all the other people. Not who... draw power, but there's nothing, nothing that's so well, spectacular. Yeah, it's, it's it's not. How do I put this? If it, the best way I can explain it is in a Captain America movie, at the end of the day, Captain America vanquishes the bad guy. And you know that at the end of the day, Captain America vanquishes the bad guy. And Iron Man, Iron Man vanquishes the bad guy. And you know Iron Man did it. It's not to say that there aren't other people who weren't helping. It's just to say that Iron Man at the yeah. end of the day... War Machine helped, but it's mostly Iron Man. Right. Or, okay, Thor has help, but at the end of the day, Thor, it's clearly Thor who, who accomplished what needed to be accomplished. Mm-hmm. Right. It does not feel that way in Shang-Chi. Ah, okay. It does not feel, at least to me, it did not feel that way in Shang-Chi. And that's that's the problem I have with it, is is that. Um, they do have a cameo at one point in the middle of the movie of two characters that I'm like, wait, why are they even here? And I don't know that there's any real good explanation for it. Ironically, one of them comes back later and then shows up in the post-credit scene. And so we'll see where this is all going to go. All right. Um, I, um, you, you piqued my interest, though. I do want to see it. So uh, yeah, and it's and, I'm, and I will. I mean, it's on Disney Plus. I'm getting right. Uh, you're, you're definitely. Gonna, I mean, yeah. it's worth seeing. Yeah. I mean, especially if you got Disney Plus, it's worth seeing. Yeah. Um, so now you, now that we can see it for free. Let me say this. I would have been happy to have gone and seen it in a matinee and not paid full price right. like I normally would have. I would have been more than happy to and walked away and, and been okay with it. All right. So what do you give I it out of five it. yeah mans? I don't know. Three and three quarters. Almost four. Four. Okay. All right. Seems then you had a good time. All right. Yeah, it was, I mean, I enjoyed it enough. I, I just felt like, you know, you know, it points it. Did you, know, did, did, you did you have more expectation of it? No, no. I really we, didn't. we all got lowered expectations for this film. No, I didn't have a lot of expectation coming into the film. And as a matter of fact, I purposely tried to stay away from the because I heard a lot of people go, "Oh, it's one of the best, one of the best movies that Marvel's ever made." Like people wanted yeah. to try to like put it on like they're like it's it's like on the Black Panther level, and I'm like. I'm like, well, that, that, yeah, that, that, to... that's a big claim, man. Right. Well, I heard a lot of people starting to try to make those claims. And I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. They certainly have aspects of where I could see where somebody might make that statement. But okay. it's not going to be me. No. It's okay. Not, it's not going to be me. Yeah. It's I'm going to check it out though. eventually, maybe this week or at least sometime um, before Thanksgiving. I'll, I'll catch it. I, I, I did see Jungle Cruise. So okay. it, was, okay. it was a it was a Dwayne the Rock Johnson weekend. Mm, yeah, you I, got I, rocked I, the whole weekend long, man. Yeah, I, I, I did. Let's get rocked. 
Because <laughs> I did see I did see Red Notice too, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. Um. Wow. The best way I could. I'm really glad I did not pay money to see. <laughs> yeah, I think we can both attest to that. Like, yeah, I'm am, not going to pay. I'm not going to theaters to see this. I am. I'm even glad I didn't pay a matinee price to see it mm-hmm. in the theaters. And the best and the best the best way I can describe this is somebody watched the 1997 Mummy and said, "Hey, what if we take that template and then take a couple spins on it?" I mean, I swear to God. Almost every character is, is an archetype from the 1997 Mummy mm. or 1999 Mummy movie with Brendan Fraser. The only difference is, is The Rock isn't nearly as funny as Brendan Fraser. Um, yeah, and is so The Rock I mean, just being The Rock? I mean, we know he doesn't no. have a great deal of acting range, but I mean, is no. The Rock well, just being The Rock? Does he suffer from Will Smith? <laughs> the no, Rock. I mean, that's not the problem. The, the Rock is, is not the biggest problem with the Jungle Cruise movie, you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, no, well, the problem is, you know, the, the thing is, is that it feels like they try to make this kind of like The Mummy. And the problem is, is that The Rock isn't exactly, he's a great action yeah. hero. Yes, he is. He's, but he, there's a reason why you pair him with somebody like. Like the dummy. There's there's a reason why you pair him with the likes of a Kevin Hart or somebody like that because he can be funny but he's not the haha guy. Right. You know, he's he's, he's more of a straight the, man. He's right. not the one I mean, to he, not the laugh out loud. Maybe guy. one to give the 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 corny one liner, a la Arnold. But you want someone oh to be God. all incredible, oh incredulous or whatever. Every other so this character that that he's doing. Mm. is like the ultimate dad joke pun master. Oh my. I mean, they're so... Now I think I want to get like, drunk and watch this movie. It's like, oh, oh let me tell you something. If you... What I, I'm going to tell you right now. Do not play a drinking game for every time The, the Rock tells a pun in this movie. You a will dad die. joke. You will die. You will die. Okay. You will absolutely die. <laughs> and you'll probably die within the first 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding when I say oh, that out loud. Yeah. I mean, okay, so be, so it's just an action comedy kind of thing then? Um, They try to go in a does, does, does it Does it like border on camp? Is it like campy? No. No. Well, they try to go a little that direction. So the best way I could explain it is it's like, if I took Pirates of the Caribbean and I mixed it with the mummy from 1999, but instead of having somebody like Brendan Fraser or Johnny Depp at the helm who kind of can do, are a little <laughs> bit more adept at certain things, you put uh-huh. The Rock. And by the way, and by the way, The Rock isn't the only one where I sit there and you, I can make these statements. And I want to be clear about that because Emily Blunt's in this movie and she's supposed to be this great actress. And I'm going to tell you now, her range wasn't much better than The Rock. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, Didn't Emily Blunt, wasn't she in that Power Rangers movie? No. Well, no, I don't think so. Emily Blunt, was in Devil Wear, De- Emily Blunt was in uh, Devil Wears Prada. Who am I thinking of? She was, was in the, the new, she was in the new, she was in the new Mary Poppins movie. Okay. I'm thinking of another um, actress then. And and 
If and, he was, he's nice looking though. Right, no, and but <laughs> Mike, the character type is a spitting image for uh, what's her name, Rachel Weisz from okay. The Mummy. I mean, literally, like they have a character who's her brother. Literally, it's the same freaking brother template from The Mummy. Wow. I mean, I, I'm like watching this. I'm like, <laughs> am I re-watching The Mummy? Except it's not. Except it I'm watching a re-lifted the... movie, man. Well, I mean, and then there's sections where that there's like, hey, let's uh, add some elements of Pirates of the Caribbean in here. Because, you know, just to kind of give it like that flair feel. And, of course, there's a few things in there where it's like they reference the ride. Um, which, which, okay, fine. It we, is what it yeah, is. Yeah, we knew that was coming. Yeah. I mean, you knew that was coming. I mean, it, in fairness, it's not. Look, it's not a bad movie. It's just not a good movie. Uh, I don't want to say it's a. I don't want to say it's a bad movie. It's just not. I don't know if it's a good movie. I don't know if it's a bad movie. Um. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have a problem watching it. At the same time, I'll say two two point seven five or three, maybe. Okay. That's not too shabby. I mean, it's just not. I'd do that. I'd watch that. I mean, it. it, it I, yeah, don't have high expectations. But I, but I have no taste, so you know. Well, no, it's not even that. Don't have high expectations for this movie. Don't, don't at all. I mean, seriously, I'm I'm not trying to be a jerk about this. I mean, it's just... No, 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 no just... <laughs> I mean, in fairness, the cinematography is great. A lot of the, a lot of the, you know, the, the, you know, the, <laughs> what we, the, the ambiance of it is, is really cool. All okay. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know, the guy who plays the, I mean, the guy who plays the villain, I've seen him in other stuff before. At the same time, I'm like, I don't, buy you in this role um i do think they probably did well enough to get a second movie if they do i hope they get a better writer (laughs) okay um that's just the best way i can put it well no Um, it it, it sounds like a rather it's it's a rather sound explanation i feel yeah, like I said, I'm again. I'm I'm trying not to spoil because I know Mike's gonna no, get, no, no, get a chance to watch it. Um, but at understood. the same time, you know, we want to like give I said, you enough. We want to give you enough uh, enough tasties to come but on. Yeah, in I swear. I'm like, like, literally, like an hour and forty five minutes in. I'm like, holy shit! They totally wrapped, ripped, ripped off the mummy. <laughs> like I'm like. There's that arc plate template. There's that arc plate template. I mean, and it's not to say that there aren't other movies that do the same templates or anything like that, but I swear to God, the characters are almost obvious. I mean, the characters are almost... I mean, Emily Blunt's character and the brother character are literally, like, they look like you lifted them out of the movie. Okay, they cut and paste. Kind of, okay. They literally, it's like, Hey, this looks interesting. We can practically lift it out of this movie. Yeah, which isn't <laughs> ours, which is universal. Um, well, it's been long enough since the Mummy. The, the new kids won't uh, right. know fairness, the difference. They like, won't represent, you know. Right. I mean, and, and 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 here's the fun part. There's just enough difference in the story and some of the other things that there's no way Universal can go after them. 
So yeah, it's 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 one of those where it's like it's like you can't copyright an arrangement, no, so you just like yeah, but just still well, you're glad you saw it for free. So what do you give it out of five? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I two two point seven five. Oh, okay, three. I mean, it's funny because like then they do kind of like a similar. I mean. There is an aspect where they literally do kind of something similar to like pirate, the first pirates movie too, where I'm like, <laughs> I'm like literally like, didn't you do this movie all? I mean, it's like you took this movie. Yeah, where's Johnny and you Depp? Took this movie. You, you know, know something. Like, it would have been great had they added like some of the elements for the Goonies. That would have been a nice touch, you know. Like, yeah, except that's not that's not this particular movie. I mean, it's no, I, it's, I, it's I, jungle. <laughs> but but it is funny because it's like. There's a couple things where, like, they put in there that literally it's like, okay, this is very Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> um, like, I, okay, I don't feel like this is going to ruin anything. So there's a curse. Oh, that's all I got to say. Okay. Which you can take there a wild goes. guess. You can take a wild guess that what some of the the cursed individuals who've been around for like hundreds of years look like and, and literally it's like did you just basically watch the first episode of the Pirates of the Caribbean and go hey <laughs> let's grab that from that and find our own designs and then let's take the mummy and take these archetypes and then let's just write something just different enough just different enough that nobody can do anything about it I mean, that's just the best way I can explain this movie. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying it to be like... <laughs> no, but you, you, you have to do you, man, so you don't... Well, no, I mean, like I said, it's like it, it just was kind of funny in that regard because I'm like, literally, I'm like... It's like, I was kind of looking forward to it because it's like, I like Emily Blount. I... You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a fan from from him, the WWE. I always want to see him do well. Um, yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, no, no, I don't know. Oh. Um, I mean, so what I else? have a feeling it will do just well enough that if they want to do another one, that they can. Um, I just hope it's better than this one. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, what else you been doing? Well, like I said, the only other thing... So I'll mention the other thing I saw, which is... You know, because I did catch a couple of things, so... Yeah. Um, now, on the other hand... And I think... So, okay. So this might have been the other problem. I saw Red Notice this, this same weekend as I saw Jungle Cruise. Uh-huh. And Red, Red Notice is much better than Jungle Cruise. Yeah, it, it got um, according to Netflix, it was their biggest uh, movie premiere ever. Well, it's the most expensive movie they've ever made. Yeah, you know, well, you, you go out and get Ryan Reynolds, Gail Godot, and The Rock, and put them in the same movie. Of course, it's the most expensive movie you've ever made. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, like I, so I really enjoyed that one. I enjoyed it a lot. I think the only thing, you know, I, I enjoyed it a lot for the most part. It's a buddy film. It's kind of buddy film where it's the rock and Ryan Reynolds together. Okay. Um, with Gail Godot kind of being the bad guy. 
Um, there are a couple of twists that come in. Um, all I can say is I think they could have been even more creative with some of the twists and gone different directions with them. But okay. I understand where they ended where they ended. And there's uh-huh. no question with the way that they ended this that they're clearly and with the way that they ended it this could be kind of like this could go a direction kind of like the fast can add on to the crew right. kind of thing. Um, and I, I, again, I'm saying that and I'm trying not to ruin the... I'm trying not to ruin anything. But in comparison, yeah, I would I would give... Um, I mean, if you want... Let me say this. If you're looking for one of these thought-provoking action movie kind of things, yeah, Red Notice is not for you. Nope. If you want a mindless action film that you're going to watch the whole time and go, I'm thoroughly entertained and I don't want to have to think. Yeah, like a Michael this, Bay this your, uh, drive your motorcycle this, through a plate glass window uh, um, kind you know, of action film. That, you know, it has elements of that, but not nearly as bad. Okay, not as um, bad as Michael Bay, okay. But there are, it does have its Michael Bay moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I, I, I would give it three three and Three, three and three quarters, a three point seven five. Okay. On this one okay. or a four, I mean, again, I, if you're not looking for, if you're wanting something more substantive, then you're probably not. The substance. Like this. Substance. Yeah, you're probably not gonna like this movie, but I enjoyed it enough. Um, and yeah, it speaking opens, of it, it opens strong, so yeah. Yeah, speaking of Netflix, we should be getting that second part of the season of the He-Man series coming soon. I don't know about that. That's dropping oh, so soon, the, I think. The only other things I, I, I can mention real fast on my end is... So, Doom Patrol Season 3 is over. Um, Did you like it better than Season 2? No. Oh, Season 2, season two is better? Oh. I liked Season 2 better, and this this scary part to me about... It ends strong. I'm disappointed because I was excited. We and maybe my my expectations were high because we were supposed to get the the Brotherhood of Evil and the Brain um, and Monster Mala and these are characters I I actually know and I've en- and they're great villain characters. Right. They and are. they did they did an okay job with them. I just felt like you know. I just felt like the best way I could put it is is at the end of the day I felt like this season was a lot about about changing their norms, figuring out where to shift into some changes that they made that they're going towards season 4. Um and and there's and that, and that's okay. Um there's some things that they did that are going to help them moving forward in season four. Hopefully that'll make season four better than season three. Um, season three spent a lot of time on Rita Farr. A lot of Farr. And I, and I like the actress. And I like the character. 
I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised that that about her development on her ability to use her powers didn't isn't further than it where it is now, but we'll see. Um, they did some interesting stuff with Cyborg, and I'm curious to see where this is going to go. Um, uh, Robot Man, is, Cliff Steele is in an interesting place because now he's like a 50, 60 foot tall robot. But, you know. Hmm. Um, um, yeah, like I said, it, it, it was good. It wasn't great. Maybe because I really loved season one and season two. And I enjoyed the hell out of them. Um, but I thought season three wasn't as good. It had its mm. moments where it was kind of quirky and fun. Um, but it didn't do nearly as much of that as seasons one and seasons two. Like, the thing I told you about the Gargalax thing, where he's basically at the resort for like 70 years waiting for them. Right. And the, and guy, the walks in, guy with the 78 the guy, uh, strapped to his... Uh, waste. Yeah, strap this thing. Like that's like the <laughs> seriously. That's for the first two seasons. That's like the norm in this freaking show is stuff like that where you're just like genius, hilarious. <laughs> this is the, the, just crazy enough for this to work. That kind of stuff. Right. And this season, this season kind of went away from a lot of that. Um, in fairness, they they needed to to do some character development um a lot of the characters within the show to move them to move to move towards the future in season four but at the same time we lost we lost some of the funsy crazy stuff um i'm hoping they bring some of it back in season four um like my fair like what i'll give you an example like in season one they're infiltrating something and it's this guy who does um who does like different types of like experimentations and it's literally some guy Nazi guy who's in Argentina and his explanation is done with a puppet show <laughs> okay <laughs> the explanation of who he is and how he got there and everything is done with a puppet show and I swear to God like not, not even like marionettes not even a puppet and it's just I mean it's stuff like that where literally it's like it's like can't believe this. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Or like Is I told you about I told you about like where at one point and it's funny, at one point in the season they did show it where you know, like they ended up where they still have ghosts who are like fucking in the house. Um because <laughs> they haven't been able to get rid of them from when that happened. Um that's stuff that's the kind of stuff that would happen in season one and season two. And we kinda didn't get that in season three as much. Um, so yeah, I, again, I mean, still really good. By the way, let me let me say this: still better than Titans by a lot, even with it being an S season for for Doom Patrol. Um, Supergirl had its series finale. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Was it a two-hour finale? Yeah, it was a two-hour finale. It's really just two episodes. Yeah, just like yeah, okay. It was just two episodes. Uh, Callista Flockhart does show up in the second episode. Um, I was a little surprised that we got no cameos. We got cameos from previous cast members, 
in Supergirl, no Barry Allen, no Superman cameo. That's too bad. Um, You'd think out of all the show, all the all the DC characters, maybe Kal-El's cousin might get a... Yeah. And, and I'm curious to see where what's going to happen here because, you know, there's... Is they, they claim ratings, but I, I do think there's something to the people who sit there and say, the reason there isn't going to be a Supergirl is because there's a Superman show, and we can't have a Superman show and a Supergirl show on the same time. And I'm positive there's some stupid CW executive yeah, who buys that yeah, shit. These, yeah, that's, that, that's a, the problem with DC the last few years is that it's run by executive committee and, and not through like you know let let the creators create and tell their stories well yeah, this is and the sad part is the sad part is is of the of the cw shows in the last few years supergirl was telling the best stories the problem is supergirl was telling supergirl was telling stories but how can i put this um for some people they were way too woke and they took aim at times at some conservative principles and so as a result there were people that were not so happy with it yeah but i still think overall it was a better show than most of the cw versus shows um i'll be curious to see if any of the characters get folded into any of the other shows i mean i know the character that plays uh supergirl sister is in this five-part thing that they're doing for The Flash that starts this week. But it's interesting that she's in it, not Supergirl. Yeah, and, and Flash never appeared in the uh, finale. Right. Um, I'll be curious to see. I, I think the most interesting thing will be is will John Cryer, John Cryer's Lex Luthor, mm. show up in Superman and Lois. Um, I feel like that has to be a given. I mean, how do you have a Superman show without Lex Luthor? Yeah, and he he did great yeah. as Luthor in the uh, Crisis uh, miniseries. Oh, he's he's still spectacular. Yeah, he's he, still great as Luthor. I got I, I got to tell you right now, he he. And this will be controversial, but I'll say it anyway. Uh, he's my number one Lex Luthor. What? Come on, Gene Hackman hey, is the hey, goat. Nope. Nope. Oh, come on. No way. No, I'm sorry. No way. Uh-uh. Um, I, I think that John Cryer has done well enough really? to take that title uh, away. Okay. All um, right. He's been that good. I, I've enjoyed his work as Lex Luthor well enough that, quite frankly, I would love to see them do a Lex Luthor series with him in it. Um, what was most interesting is he did an interview recently about what's next for him. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'd really love to do other shows. And one of the shows he referenced, crazily enough, was Titans. Yeah, okay. Which is interesting because that's not a CW verse show. And that's a strange out of nowhere reference. And late in the season of Titans, there was a moment where people were questioning whether Superboy might turn into a bat, might turn bad because of a couple things that happened. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, and he's John got a little bit of got a little bit of that Luthor DNA in him. So right, and now all of a sudden, John Cryer's talking about, yeah, you know, what if I show, you know, Titans would be interesting. 
Yeah. That's very peculiar. Hell, they don't even... Well, they, they, if they give Titans a budget, maybe. Uh, the irony <laughs> is, is that Luthor would be a phenomenal villain for the Titans. Uh, I'd agree. Season four. That that would be a great villain. But if he doesn't, you know, I, and, and I, that, that, see, here's the other problem. All right, fine. You're going to create your own Lex Luthor. How do you plan on doing that when you have technically a shared universe and it's supposed to be John Cryer? <laughs> What's your plan? Uh, yeah, exactly. What's well, your plan? Uh, uh, well, not, we'll see. not to mention, not to mention the fact that it's like, to me, I would think there's got to be some crossover on being able to bring over some of the Supergirl characters over to Superman and Lois. Um, I will say this. Based on, based on the ending of Supergirl, they could... The ending of Supergirl could easily fix the Superman and Lois problem about Lois and her, about Lois and her, and her work. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I can reference this because, Mike, I don't think you're going to watch the show. And the teen but angst the, about the... <laughs> well, the, the point being is, so at the end of the day, um, Calista, Far- Calista Flockhart's character, who's Cat Grant, ends up buying buying back Catco and makes makes Kara editor-in-chief of, Cat, of, of Catco. And at the end of the episode... Um, She's doing a one-on-one interview with with Cara Danvers, who's admitting that she's Supergirl, and that's oh. the end of the, that's the end of the show. But the point being is, you've got Cara Danvers, aka Supergirl, who is the editor in chief of Catco Worldwide, which is a multi which is a multinational conglomerate and a paper. And mm-hmm. Lois seems to constantly be having trouble having a job in that show. Say hey, cuz uh, my wife right. could use I some mean, work. A, right, it's an easy fix answer, which is why would she not want to hire on Lois yeah. as a as a stringer and go, hey, you can work from anywhere you want. We just need you to file stories, and and that would make that would make life easy. I have a feeling they still won't go down that road, which is really stupid. Um, but it would fix it would fix the believability problem of of Lois Lane working in Smallville, but she's a world-renowned, yeah, well, world-class reporter. That would require Warner Brothers executives listening and adhering to good ideas, though. So, don't put much yeah. faith in that. Yeah, well, and nobody gets paid to think. Well, the, the thing is, though, they did spend time last season in Superman and Lois about okay, I need to have work, and I'm working at this local paper, and the local paper was having issues, and and they, you know, they played that whole little thing, and it's like, there's a part of me where I'm just like, why is Lois Lane having a hard time with this? Lois Lane is supposed to be this world class yeah, and resourceful, and you know, well, forget that. You're talking about somebody who would be at the top of her yeah, game, world renowned reporter, right? Who in this day and age, you, she wouldn't necessarily need. She wouldn't necessarily even need to plan it. She could be like her own entity, Lois Lane Inc., have a website. Yeah, her own publishing a, company, have, right. Right, or be putting yeah, out articles off of Right, and all that stuff on her own. Right. And still and still be in the biz and be a heavyweight. Yeah. I mean, and that's the other problem. That's the other problem was even if 
especially in this day and age, she can live in Smallville and still cover stuff all around the world um, or do articles and stuff from Smallville and still be a world-class journalist. You mean to tell me, like, and I'm just using this as an example, you mean to tell me, like, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Wall Street Journal, you, you get the idea. None of them would be interested in Lois Lane. Yeah, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Um, wow. Yeah, I, so, yeah, like I said, I caught those, and obviously I caught Yellowstone. And then um, Sunday night we did the end of the season one finale for Sunday Night Stories. It went really, really well. Um, season two will start sometime in 2022. And, um, you know, I thank people for coming out. Um, I did kind of put out there that we're going to do a room. We're going to do a room here in, in Clubhouse on the 28th. It's probably going to be an earlier show that night. The, the I would love to say the official title is Ho 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 or Ho Humbug Holiday Stories. However, when I went to go put that title in to Clubhouse, they wouldn't let me. Huh. They said. Did you use ho, ho 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 with hyphens in between the two? No. Ah, see, okay. The term ho, yeah. But here, I'll I'll read you what they told me, which is hysterical. <laughs> okay. Because I took that. Yeah, I took a picture of it. I put a picture on it. I mean. Oh, like, okay. I think I see. Some, I saw you post this. Yeah. Right. So, compared to some of the other things that they allow. Like, they allow, like, people put, like, an eggplant emoji in, like, that thing. Oh, the eggplant and, emoji. And the, oh, the title. Yes. Or, 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 or Connie Lingus and stuff like that. But I get, I get. Well, that's a scientific okay, so, term, though, Jeff. Yeah, yeah well, Okay. Um, Thanks, of events can result in account suspension for Clubhouse Community Guidelines. Please try something nicer. Thanks. <laughs> you got to think who was the first offender in this regard to say, okay, you can't have Santa? the word "ho" in your, you know, my, my ex girlfriend is a ho uh, clubhouse group. Right? No, I understand. Okay, I understand. Let's try this again. I understand the where they're coming from, but if in the reference of. And this is an algorithm not understanding ho ho ho. Yeah, and by the way, Santa, I don't think yeah. I don't think I don't you know, I should try it. I should try it just to see. Um Or H zero, not H O. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Ah, see and trick uh, trick the trick the robots. Uh, trick the algorithm. There you go. So I thought I'd be sneaky, I'd try to put it in the description instead. Nope. Wouldn't let me put it in the description either. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, um, so yeah, that Sunday on the 28th, it looks like it's going to be 8 o'clock Central Time. We're going to do Ho 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 or Ho Humbug Holiday Stories. I want pe- It's not a curated show. Anybody can show up. Bring your happy, sad, cute, funny, not so funny, sexy, uh, sexual, I don't care, dumb, stupid, any holiday story you want to bring, bring it. And what day is this? Um, it's the tw- it's a Sunday night. The Sunday after Thanksgiving. It's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Okay. You know, did, did your dog eat? Did your dog eat the holiday dinner? Um, 
did did you have sex in the closet at the Christmas party? Um, you know, you, did you accidentally burn down the house with the Christmas lights? You know, tell us the craziest, tell us your crazy holiday stories. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, and we'll see. I do have another clubhouse room this week where we're debating when you start celebrating Christmas. And it's Thursday, I think, at 1 o'clock Central. Okay. Um, wow. Now we're going to go. We're going we're gonna to have it out. We're going to let the Christmas folks I got a lot of problems with up. you people. <laughs> yeah. We're going to let the Christmas folks have their say. Okay. They're going to be wrong, but we're going to let them have their say anyway. Okay. Um, so we'll see. Um, although I have a feeling that we're, they, some of the description may have scared some of them away. Um, but yeah, so that's, <laughs> that, that's what I, that's kind of me and that's kind of what I got going on. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other, based on that, if there's any other news or, or note. Yeah, we got a bit of news. Um, first up, obviously, because, you know, Marvel must hate us that the Spider-Man trailer drops tomorrow. Uh, of course. Of course. So by the time this episode airs, we'll have a new trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. Well, but then we'll have content for next week. That's right. That'll be eight, seven. That'll be six days old. So what? <laughs> um, I guess Black. I don't know if we talked about this last week, but Black Panther two filming was halted because the actress yeah. uh, who played Shuri was an in, was injured on set. Yeah. So the we might push back the day for uh, for for the release of Black Panther two. So mm-hmm. hope she uh, has a have a speedy recovery. Use some, use some vibranium to fix you. Um, Hasbro Pulse dropped a pre-order for the the new Hero Quest game. I had somebody tag me; they send me a, a, a instant message through Facebook, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And so, yeah, Hasbro Pulse said because uh, I get the emails, but there's days I know I don't, how many I don't check my email all day every day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess this new edition of Hero Quest, which I thought was just crowdfunded, but I guess there it's going to be mass released for retail. So oh. I might uh, might partake. And there's a companion app you can download, so that use that. You know, I don't know there if I, I don't know if I want to like you know like use my phone in tandem with the, any board game I play for game night, because I kind of kind of want to get away from that. You know, I, okay. I don't want to have to have my phone with me to help play the board game I'm playing. I don't think that, uh, that, that integration with technology and old school, just, you know, put your phone down and play the fucking game. You know, I, I'd rather just put the phone down. The phone down I mean, I'll, I'll take, what game. I'll do is yeah. I'll take a picture long enough to take, you know, I'll go uh, so I can post on social media. I'm playing where it's game night. We're playing this game. And then right. I put the phone down and, right. you know, and I'm focused on the game, not, you know, right. not the tweets mm-hmm. and all that. You know what right. I mean? So I don't know about that, but I yeah, that, I'm interested. Maybe next year uh, I might pick that up. The Hero Quest, the new Hero Quest. Does it remember? Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Let's see. Oh, technically, so um, I don't know. I mean, I, we don't usually get political, but I did want to bring this up because I think you'll get a kick out of it. Um, so apparently, Big Bird last week announced that he went and got his vaccine, and okay. then Ted Cruz decided that he wanted to go after Big Bird for getting a vaccine because, you know, uh, it's, it's, because, of course, it's because, of course, you know, the governor, it's a it's PBS. So we have to go after 
by now they'd learn. Don't go after Big Bird. Fuck that up too. Yeah, and uh, was it uh, Newt Gingrich went after? Yeah, Big they Bird. continue to go after Sesame Street. When they like, wanted to defund, I don't know, on a, like yeah. know, government they budget cuts, or whatever, in the nineties. So yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is with Republicans who just like keep on wanting to like, like wanting to like put their foot in their mouth with Sesame Street. It's like, and then somebody else called it communist. So, so anyway, the only reason I'm bringing this up is so somebody started on Twitter a parody Big Bird account where he's running for Senate okay. against Ted Cruz in 2024. Okay. And, okay. and, to, it, it, and let me give you perspective on how okay. far they've taken this. This I got to hear. Okay. So Big Bird follows seven people at the moment. His campaign cookie monster. <laughs> Elmo, his senior advisor. Okay. Burke, his communications director. <laughs> Rosita La Monstrous de la Cura's uh, policy director. <laughs> the Count is the finance director. Of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Ernie is the political director. Wow. And I know I saw it today that Oscar the Grouch is on opposition research. <laughs> opposition but, research. But I'm telling you, I don't know who created this. It's genius. And they all keep tweeting all the time. And it's freaking hysterical. All right. It is freaking hysterical. It's and and it's a great Twitter follow right now. It's just really funny because it's like, you know, Big Bird is for. Um, I I posted one today, I think on my on my Facebook because it was that good. Mm-hmm. Um, where is it? Uh, hold on, let me find it. Big Bird is ready to take on Ted Cruz. Big Bird will win. <laughs> 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 um, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen memes of, hey Ted Cruz, this this me- screw you. This message is brought to you by the letters F and U. <laughs> oh, I see that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I, I'm only bringing this up because they, they somebody created a bunch of parody Sesame Street accounts and. Where Big Bird is apparently running for Senate against Ted Cruz in 2024. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And, and it's really pretty amusing. <laughs> um, and, 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 and I don't know if they're all being run by the same person, but like the count obviously talks about counting shit and all that type of stuff. I mean, it's just, they're, they're great. They're great. Um, I, love, I, cool. love, I love the Muppets, yeah. man. Love the Muppets. So, so there's that. Um, <laughs> what else? What do we have? Any? What other news? Oh, I saw. I saw something about they're pushing back um, Transformer movies and shit. Yeah, I? the Rise of the Beast has been pushed to June of 2023 instead of mm-hmm. uh, July of next year. So that okay. sucks. But oh well. Yep. Hopefully it'll hopefully it'll make a better film. Because um, it was twenty seven, late twenty seventeen or twenty, was it twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen when Bubblebee came out? 
2018. Yeah, it was 2018. Was it Thank you. Uh, and yeah, it's been that long, so the few and far between. But we've uh, yeah, so it's been, well, it's it's been a bit. Kind of sucks, but we'll see if it may. Hopefully, it'll make a better film. Because I saw, I've seen all the clips of them, like the, of the cars driving around, and they've did a lot of filming on location in like South America and stuff with all the vehicles. Mm. So I've seen some of that, like clips of that where people film stuff. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, it'll make a good movie. We'll see. All right. Integrating G One and Beast Wars. Well, they did it in the Netflix series, so yeah. We'll, well see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that sounds like they could be really good. Yeah, let's hope. But nothing, um, nothing else on my end here. I mean, the only other thing is, you know, I saw something on IGN about, I guess there's rumblings again about some of the people who are attached to some of the Star Wars projects. When they start getting into the projects, they're having issues again. And so we're starting to see some of these people leave these projects that aren't happening. Um, yeah, we, I think we talked last week about Patty Jenkins' uh, Rogue right, Squadron and series was shelved. And of course, yeah. the um, was it the the cops of the New Republic or something like that? The, the, the Cara, they know. were teased with Cara Dune. I think that that show was shelved. So yeah, this you know it's still nebulous as to what you know the future of Star Wars holds. But I mean, this is all like secondary. I don't know if we're ever going to get like big epic Star Wars films again for a while unless they if they create a new trilogy i we don't know i mean we're getting all these tv shows which is good and good you know it's good good mm. fast food i guess but i want something you know i want some epic i'd like another rogue one you know i really love that you know that epic, epic battle scene you know the well the real we, trick is the real trick is, at least in my opinion, is is that if you're if you're going to move away from the whole Skywalk, well, it goes to a couple things. What time frame are you planning on using? Do you plan on using anything regarding anything else that's been going on? You know, are you going to basically start totally new and totally fresh? Um, mm-hmm. You know, and that's possible too. I mean, you can pick another remote part of the galaxy where something's happening and and you can you can do that i mean maybe it's because i've played star wars rpg for deck for a couple decades now yeah um there's a lot of open space within the star wars universe that doesn't get that hasn't gotten explored yeah and, and it's we've but the thing is that that i think when we talked about this last uh when we got this trailer for the book of boba fett and mm-hmm. the episode one of the Mandalorian, uh, where they yeah. name dropped Underworld, and I think mm-hmm. hopefully this—that's what this might be—is just some, some like gangster kind of stuff that Boba Fett's dealing with right. on Tatooine and, and and around you know being the new you know mob boss, mm-hmm. you know like filling the power vacuum left by Jabba the Hutt. Yep. Um, and and and, and there's a lot of virgin territory. Right, and 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 so here's an interesting idea. What if? What if, you know, you did a trilogy where, where quite frankly, the bad guy was, you know, mob boss Boba Fett? You know, you, you could go that route and mm-hmm. do something interesting, but it's a question of, is that the direction you're going to go? I mean, the, the sad part to me is some of the stuff that they were working towards in Solo was interesting and was setting up to create some of that. 
And I'm yeah, and filling that space between episode three and four. Right, and 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 beyond that, there were pieces of that that you could have used even moving forward okay. to create. And and it's because it's either that or you're going to have to figure out ways to do things with the Empire, um, which is doable. But you're going to have to figure some of this out, and and there's some answers to some of it. But yeah, and we'll get them with the with well uh, this. After even, well, uh, what's it uh, now that this Book of Boba Fett and the Ahsoka mm-hmm. series and whenever we get season three of Mandalorian, it'll fill that space between the original trilogy because the original trilogy is all is the connective tissue that puts all this together. The prequels, mm-hmm. the sequels, the EU and all that, it all comes from OT, the original trilogy. And yeah. They, they're, whether how far they want to diverge from that I mean, we are getting that. Was that was it the the Knights of the Old Republic? Aren't we getting something that dealings with deals with that? Maybe. Yeah. The, I mean, later yeah, on. that's the one thing I would say is, as much as we're talking about movies, they do seem to be moving forward on TV. Yeah. Um, and and Disney Plus, and and I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing at the moment. If they're not going to get the, you know, look, if they're not going to nail the trilogy and figure this thing out, um, then, you know, I'll take the TV stuff right yeah, now. Yeah, just stick to these, well, less less epic and more localized storytelling tales. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, these little, these little tales you can spin about uh, this particular character or this particular arc or the, 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 do, the local doings of this one character. So, well, but I mean, here's the thing: by filling in a lot of those pieces, it would allow you to build upon that, maybe possibly for future movies. Yeah. So. And they could use so that as a litmus test. I mean, do you think maybe after season four or whatever of Mandalorian, maybe we'll get like a, you know, an, an, like uh, Mando's going to get his own movie? May, I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's. I mean, maybe that's what some of this is setting up for, which is okay. You know, you've got certainly Osaka was in the Mandalorian, so she's around the time. Yeah, frame. Ahsoka is going to be. Around. Yeah, you know, you know, and the thing is, I never watched Clone Wars. No, but I mean, I. I liked her character in Mandalorian. So, like, but I mean, here's the thing. You know, could you? Okay, so if so, if the Ahsoka series works out, and Boba, Fett, I mean, okay, so let let's put this in perspective. If Boba Fett's a, a big time mob boss. And maybe Mando runs into a situation and it's Mando and Ahsoka and the bad guy, the big bad is Boba Fett. You know? Yeah. Maybe maybe you could work yeah. an interesting three, three-part three trilogy movie series around that that could go galactically. Yeah. Um. And and build around that because you've already built out some of your characters. Right. Um. And giving them the backstory so that people are kind of like, okay, we're aware of who these are. Yeah, we'll see. Um. Looking forward to you know all the Disney Plus stuff we're gonna get. I mean, the only other thing is, Mike, and this is what people always forget too, is is because again, some of these people are creating narratives out there in 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 entertainment media, and that's part of the problem at this point. Like. Like the IGN piece I saw where they were creating this narrative, they were talking about <laughs> about how Ryan Johnson is no longer attached to the, uh, his project and 
the Game of Thrones guys are gone and that somebody else was having a problem and Patty Jenkins was now having a problem. And, you know, they're making all these associations. Here's the one name that this person that this person who wrote the article left off. We know Kevin Feige has been given the green light to create one Star Wars trilogy. That is, we know. We know that he has been told he's going to get to create a Star Wars trilogy for the movies. And based on his track record... Yeah, with uh, what he's done with Marvel all the way up through Endgame. And he still has creative control with all these other shows. Yeah. So, yeah. um, Maybe he can fix it. Yeah, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be like and some then, old old Jedi or something like that. And then, you know, Chris, Chris, Chris Evans will show up and, and, and you know, you, you get the, you know. Mm-hmm. He'll have a disc lightsaber. He can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can. It's the Avengers with lightsabers, you know. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Mm. So I got anything else this week? I'm trying to think if there's anything else that needs to get brought up, but I don't think there is. There was one other movie that, uh, you know, movie trailer when we went to go see uh, The Eternals, and it was about the the Kingsman, I guess. uh, They're making another Kingsman movie? There's a prequel. Oh, prequel series. Okay. It's a prequel movie, which... You know, see, really interesting. Seems like it was going to be really good. I never watched the Kingsman films. The first one's good. The second one is eh. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, the, the first the first one I thought was great. Second one was not as strong, but you know, was still worth watching. So I'm kind of interested in seeing what they're going to do in this prequel, which you know, just uh, it, it's you know, from what I've seen in the rush, it's just seems to me like it's going to be a pretty solid movie right. and uh and uh yeah and then of course once more can't wait to see sing two which that's going to be cool and uh actually we do have one more thing what's that what's and i don't think as much as i've thought about it i will probably not go to the theaters and i'll probably wait what's that um ghostbusters afterlife yeah that's this coming weekend. yeah that's coming, oh, that's coming is this soon. weekend wow uh-huh. So, uh, not a lot of positive feed on that movie. Um, I'm, I'm hoping it's good. I mean, yeah, me too. I mean, I like. I mean, the first Ghostbusters was awesome, you know. But I mean, it's just like, is it going to be like? Because Ghostbusters two was more kidified, and it's Vigo. Yeah, <laughs> Vigo. It's Vigo. Yes. You not like Vigo? Yeah. It's Vigo. <laughs> it's Dancing Statue of Liberty, yeah. Um yeah. Uh yeah, let's hope that's it's it's good. Well they do have the sexiest man alive, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Good for him. Wow. Good we got Weird Al uh re- every, every, everybody's re- gotta be someplace. Posted right? on social media when the time uh Paul Rudd uh went as Weird Al trick or treating with his daughter. So. Well, and Alicia Silverstone's like, uh, I thought he was the sexiest man of the year in, in the 1990s when I had the hots for him in Clueless. Well, congratulations yeah, no. to Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we all well, age as well as him. 
Yeah, seriously. So all good. I guess uh, that'll do this week, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Ivan, what are you doing this week? Where are you spinning? Uh, gonna be at uh, gonna be at the Logan Arcade on uh, Sunday the twenty first uh, from three to eight p.m. I'm doing the uh, uh, Sweet Soulful Sunday on forty fives, and uh, yeah, that's uh, the feature that's gonna be happening. On, uh, that's that Sunday. Uh, let me see. After this, after broadcast, this is not probably going to be up till you know Wednesday or so. That's right. So, so uh, I'm thinking, yeah, uh, Tuesday. You know, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm uh, doing several shows on Facebook, uh, 9 a.m. So uh, let's see, and uh, so gotta have some of those happen for uh, Moon Soul Music. So yeah, the, the posters are out there on Facebook already, and I think someone's already uh, shared it to the Instagram. So uh, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, what about uh, you, Jeff? Jeff is muted. Um, there he is now. Okay. <laughs> like I said, um, the only thing I've got coming. Well, by the I don't think this will be up by the time it airs, but I do a room on Clubhouse on Wednesday nights. Uh, Business, Clubhouse for Business and Personal Growth and that happens in the Human Behavior Club uh, one of the largest clubs on all of Clubhouse and that happens at 8 o'clock central time so that happens every Wednesday night and then Thursday afternoon I'm doing a room here in Clubhouse and it is basically I'm trying to find the exact name <coughs> uh, sorry guys uh, who celebrates Christmas before before we have a freaking turkey? Uh, and that's going to happen on Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Central Time. And I think it's going to be like about an hour to 90-minute room. We're going to hash this thing out about Thanksgiving and Christmas and when you celebrate. And, and it's okay that people think you can celebrate in November. It's okay that they're wrong. So, so but season one of Sunday Night Stories is over, huh? Right. So so no Sunday Night Stories this week. Again, in two weeks, we'll be doing holiday stories. I hope people pop by and tell their holiday stories. It should be fun. I'm looking forward to trying to get people to to pop in and tell their holiday stories and hang out. And I don't know if it's going to be a regular weekly room or not, or it's just going to be a one-shot um, that we're going to do for the holidays. And you'll have the link in your, on your social media. Or is it, it going to be in the Steinamite room? It is in a Steinamite room, and it's actually out there on the schedule for Steinamite now. All right. Um, so if you are in Clubhouse, you can find it, and you can find a link, and you can hit the little bell, and it'll pop up the day you're ready to watch. You're, you're ready to listen. And, <laughs> pardon me, that show will be replayable. So in th- in theory that'll be the case. Oh, that's the other thing. Uh, the finale of Sunday Night Stories is available on replay, and it's uh, so you can check that out. It's in my profile here, and you can grab that too. Yeah, and uh, then we'll go from there. What about you, Mister Mister Mike? Uh, well, uh, well, when I'm not working my ass off and raking leaves, then I'm. I think I got a game night Saturday, and. Okay. I th- and there is, I think gonna, there's a little toy show up in Pleasant Prairie, which is just over the border in Wisconsin, behind just behind the Cheddar Curtain. Uh, ah. There's a toy show that I'm going to see uh, my friends at. 
That's yeah, that's up by like what's it one one sixty five. I think it's by the the uh, the what's the double tree? I think in present on in Pleasant Prairie. I'm going there Sunday just to hang out. It's one maybe one last little toy show just to hang out at uh, uh, before the end of the year. So, cool. but yeah, and a game night Saturday. So all right. So, yeah, and I told you mentioned last week I got my bird. So yay, ready for Turkey Day. Oh, nice. And uh, I think I'm going to try and watch some of the Mystery Science Theater uh, Turkey Day. Um, uh, they're just going to stream on their website. Uh, but, man, I always love those Turkey Day marathons that used to be on Comedy Central in the 90s. And uh, we're recording those on yeah. videotape. That's how I found Cave Dwellers, probably one of the best MST episodes ever. So, okay, uh, let's see. Uh, we're on to get, hopefully, yeah. hopefully you'll get a chance to check out either Shang-Chi or... Yeah, I do plan I, on or, seeing or Shang-Chi. Red, red Notice. I don't know if you're going to watch Jungle Cruise after my explanation. Okay. Happened, so. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe, if, maybe when I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, Ivan could watch it and we could see what his thoughts yeah. are, but, you know... Yeah, it's only $2. Yeah, yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, man. I'd really save that money for more expensive things like records. We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube, click the bell, subscribe. You know when to get new content. Ivan is on Twitch.java and Ivan and on his awesome, very awesome Facebook group, Jive and Ivan's Vibe Tribe. I've been posting all the naughty memes and pictures. It's funny. It's funny You're shit. You're a pervert. Yes, I am. One of the two. <laughs> Jeff is everywhere at Steinamite Productions. Email us at SOTRTPodcast at gmail.com. You can download the show on usual podcast hosting sites. Yeah. iTunes, Google, Spotify, anchor.fm slash SOTRT. Follow us on Facebook. That's where you can find these articles that we discuss and little reviews and such we we do also mention as well. And thank you, everyone, for coming in to stop by yeah. and to listen on the Clubhouse. Thanks for uh, coming over to Clubhouse and uh, uh, have yourself a good rest of the time, wherever it is. That good you're rest doing, of the time. The <laughs> rest of the time, yeah. wherever you are in the world. You were here, but now you can enjoy the rest of your time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> As Jeff shakes his head. <laughs> I'm supposed to shake my head? Do I, am I supposed to do a hair flip or something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Fluttering in the breeze. <laughs> fluttering? <laughs> fluttering. Fluttering, fluttering. Fluttering in the wind. <laughs> They're coming to take us away. <laughs> Fluffer nuffering in the wind? Whoa. Nutter butter, peanut butter, fluffer nutter. Yeah, with that, we're done.